Welcome to another episode of Upon Further Review, Kimosabis. <laughs> who do we have? Who do we have on the show? Amy Cordova and Gary Jones. And I am Noah Kinsey. Oh my God, it's been too long. It's been way too long. I've missed you guys. I know. Totally. All the people out there in podcast land are like, where are they? Actually, I've gotten, when you guys doing a new one? Like, be patient. We got one. It's coming. It's coming. I'm coming. Oh dear. Too early? Too early for that? No. Way too early. No, I disagree. Yeah, well, never too early. Some people are faster or than others. It's yeah. okay. There's no shaming. Yeah. No shaming needed. Yeah. Us. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, before we get into our special blockbusted episode with the Lone Ranger, have we seen anything recently? I have actually. You know, um, Film Independent does uh, film series um, every spring and summer at the LACMA, and I just recently, I was super excited, got tickets about a month ago, and took. Um, some friends with me to see Absolute Beginners, which was a 1985 David Bowie movie. Oh. And it was really so rad seeing him up on the big screen like that. You know, it's just, oh, gosh, Bowie, man. They don't make them like that. Yeah. And we just lost another one with Prince. I know. You know what? And that was just days before I saw the Bowie movie, and I was just thinking, man, we... We lose some legends, and it's really hard to assimilate that because we're so used to them being around Mm -hmm. and their entertainment and their presence, and it was just, you know, it's been a weird week, hasn't it? Yeah, Yeah. and it's hard with trendsetters, too. Yeah. You know, like when you have Bowie and Prince that just were all about innovation. Oh, yeah, like shifted a genre and all that. Yeah, like, I mean, they they shift sounds. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I was talking with my aunt this week, and she just, she never really knew a lot about Prince or anything. Uh-huh. It's just not really her genre okay. of music. So she's just now discovering a lot of, w- you know, what he was. Right. And I was just kind of explaining to her just his musicality and, you know, he played like 30 instruments. Yeah, If ridiculous. not more it's than insane. that. insane. Like everything we have right now from, from like new hip hop music mm-hmm. is because of what Prince did. Yeah, and that's what I was like telling her. I said, yeah. everything, everything he did in the 80s, ridiculous. music, w- today's music would not be what it is without his influence in the 80s. Right. Absolutely. I mean, he's not just giving two shits about no. anything that he's doing. And so many songs that you didn't know were written by Prince. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just so many out there. He, Dude, he did an album so every year. Crazy. Yeah, Every year he made an album. And I thought that was the most intense thing ever. And apparently there's uh, hundreds of songs in the Paisley Park vault mm-hmm. that have never been released. And, and I would love for them to come out, but I don't know if they will. I don't know. He has no error. Yeah. I don't know. Weird. I don't well, know. Yeah, it's uh. I don't know where all of his stuff goes to. Who killed him? Who did it? Who, Who did, did it? it? We I did probably. Know. the The autopsy, we the we autopsy did. was not conclusive. Yeah, about toxicology some stuff. might. They kept saying like, yeah. "Oh, he OD'd. Oh, he had, you know, oh, it, he was sick. Oh, it was AIDS. Oh, what? Uh, yeah, they uh, so many people just were saying say different shit. You know? Yeah, they're just gonna say whatever. You know, what's really interesting to me just noticing this last year because we had Lemmy that passed away. We had yeah. David Bowie that passed away from the Eagles. Uh huh. The guy from the Eagles fucking passed away. I totally forgot about that guy. You know, now we have Prince that passes away. Um, Everyone else needs to be put in a bubble, like immediately. (laughs) Celebrity bubble bubble boys. (laughs) Bubble wrap them immediately. Everything. No sharp corners. None. The thing that I found that was more interesting was like, you know, like when people see Michael Jackson, like when Michael Jackson died, people were crying. They're just Mm -hmm. like, oh my god, yeah, why, why, why? why?" I'm thinking. I always thought to myself, as like a younger me, why the fuck are you crying? Because like. 
you didn't know this motherfucker. You didn't know no. this person. You didn't know his issues and yeah. all that stuff. You didn't. He didn't. You didn't make him a sandwich. Mm-hmm. You know <laughs> what I mean? Or you might have. I don't know. But at the same time, I never really got it. But over this last year, I've been listening to a lot of music and just kind of realizing that there's certain artists that just understand how to express me extremely yeah. well and like if they weren't around anymore to continue to do that right. i think it'd be heartbreaking right. too Absolutely. and then that for me when i started realizing that then i was like oh i guess i kind of get it now my heart grew two times bigger gary <laughs> i know grinch allen i know <laughs> <laughs> but no but that's the thing i mean that's a beautiful thing about art is you want it to right inspire people i right, mean you want it. absolutely yeah you want it to become aspects of their expression right you know and i think that that's you know you always see people if they're not a fan of who died they are like i don't i don't get it maybe that expression didn't hit them and, but yeah, yeah. But then, yeah. so absolutely. so then it's really not about you you know yeah. it's about those people that it influenced they're like right. you know who expresses me is the uni bomber and i'm like oh, <laughs> oh, no. oh, oh, oh. that's an expression i guess oh, something um, perhaps a cry but for help but yeah but yeah totally. so yeah, it's been, a, been a tough week. That's really cool, Crazy. though, to go see that. Yeah, it was really yeah. amazing. And they uh, screened it in 35 millimeters, so there were some Ooh, crackles. Nice. And it wasn't There's like so high depth. There's so much beauty in the imperfections, oh, isn't man. there? Yeah. Oh. There's so it much warmth in using film versus digital. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and uh, you know, it was just a, a very 1980s indulgent over the top, you know, production and it went way over budget. It was panned by the critics in the UK where it was made, but it was absolutely fun and I wouldn't see it again, but my gosh, if you have a chance to go to one of these screenings at the LACMA, it's ten bucks. Do it. Do it. My wife and I just went to the LACMA on Tuesday. Nice. We went to the rain room. No, that's funny. We went to the rain room, which is really cool. Basically it's like this giant installation. Uh huh. And it's just raining in this room, but they have all these really cool like sensors. So as you're walking through, the rain stops, so you're never. Oh, okay, I know it. Okay, which is kind of neat. So we we were there on Tuesday, and then we went through the we kind of. Which pavilion is it in? I don't know the one with the big stairs, the red the red stairs are like super high up there with the giant ass elevator. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty cool though. Oh right, in the newer building, Mm -hmm. got it. Okay. So we did that. Really cool. I like that place. Love it there. Very inspirational art there. It's kind of interesting because like my wife and I went there and we were looking at all this art that we've never really gotten exposed to. Like we've seen this Mm -hmm. stuff like digitally online. Dude, I'm telling you, like for me, like I used to look at Picasso and be like, I don't I don't get it. It looks like fucking little kid drawings. Like I don't understand why everybody's getting dick hard about this guy. But when you actually go there to actually and watch you mm-hmm. can see every bit of expression Absolutely. that's happening on that canvas. You can see that. And here's the more interesting thing for me is you watch his progression. He was a very good fine artist. Oh, and then yeah. His progression down to where he just simplified and yep. simplified and simplified and simplified. That's who he became. Yeah. And I'm that like, that's him. fucking cool, yeah. man. And I don't think I would have ever had that type of appreciation for art if I didn't that's amazing. see Go that see yeah. close yeah. up, 100%. you know? It sounds mildly pretentious, but fuck it. No, I mean. You know? No, not at all. <laughs> no. I go to the LACM every chance I get. Big into museums. I love it. I, you know, go to the Broad if you haven't. Really the amazing. Oh, my gosh. They have a mirror <laughs> room. Speaking of rain room, they have a mirror room, and it's absolutely phenomenal. It's just you walk in, and it's just, it, it looks like a million little tiny prisms, and it's just a very unique all right, and we're going to go. Know. We'll do go. It, do we'll it, do it, do it. All right, cool, man. Um, Field trip. That's where I'll n- our next podcast is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the mirror room. <laughs> I don't like the way this is making me look. Ew. Because the listeners the will look? love us describing yeah. the visual <laughs> arts. <laughs> hey, at like, least I can't, we will be. I can't see. 
you really paint a picture yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah. Did you see anything, Gary? Um, yeah. Uh, I've been working a lot, yeah. so I've been I've been writing a lot. I've been finishing up my show, so I haven't been really sitting down to actually watch something too too much. I've been. Any chance I get, I'll be binging Viceland. I don't know if you guys oh, heard yeah. of oh, cool. this. Oh, my God. Viceland's yeah. channel, by far, one of the best fucking channels I've found. I think Viceland is what reality-based TV should be. Yeah, it's a bunch of, like, mini-documentaries. Oh, really? Mini-documentaries, man. It's really cool. And it's some, with some really unique people, too. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Very unassuming people. Like the guy, the host of Balls Deep. Yeah, dude. Like it's There's so a good. show called Balls Deep where it's, uh, it's a writer mm-hmm. where he just goes into the just different, uh, I don't even know how to describe it, like different cultures or different lifestyles. Yeah, exactly. And he submerges are- himself full into these places. Like, he went to, like, there's a little... On Cape Cod or something like that, there's like a gay festival oh, that goes so down funny. on a yeah, yeah. little fucking island. Yeah, yeah. he's Nan not gay, but he went it. and he fully just submerged himself in that process. And wow. in the meditation room where oh the guy's like, God. I yeah. "Can I take off your shirt?" and he's like, "I, I guess." Yeah. He's <laughs> like, "Can I touch your cock?" and he's just like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> My God. But it's and here's the funny part. Like, yes, it's kind wow. of funny if you think about it, yeah. but at the same time, I think it was there's something to say about a dude that's willing to just be that vulnerable in a place that he is so un Yeah, and he looks uncomfortable o- like he'd be uncomfortable right. anywhere. Right. Anywhere, exactly. He's just so awkward. And he just keeps he puts himself in those situations. Mm-hmm. He has these wonderful fucking experiences. Right. It's a really great what story. network? Uh, it's Viceland. called Viceland. Vice they, they created oh, okay. their own oh, channel now. Okay, that's right. Yeah. So I've been binging a lot of that stuff. Mm. Um, nice. Fuck, this is delicious. Yeah, I heard about that. Oh wow! Action Bronson, hilarious man. Like I just want to live life the way he lives life. Like he just goes around, he raps, he screams his music to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> he gets fucking crunk, and then he goes out <laughs> and he has, he eats, <laughs> you know, and he enjoys everybody's experience. He's so grateful as he goes through this process, you know, and I love that. So I'm like, well. I love these shows. And there's nice. another one called like um I gotta what was get it? into that. Uh State of Undress. And it's basically a girl that goes around into different cultures and countries and talks about their garb, their tradition. Oh, interesting. So she was in Pakistan oh, wow. doing this and it was so in- intense, man. Really? Some beautiful, beautiful be storytelling cool. going yeah. on. Beautiful storytelling going on. I'm just love I'm it. sucked into it. There's a couple of other ones coming out. Just uh they got one basically about the world of sports so not so much about the sport itself but how the sport interacts with the culture around it and why that sport is so important oh, to its country interesting i'm like that's a fucking cool ass idea like you know? pakistan and cricket yeah exactly crazy into cricket why? there yeah. i don't know or jamaica and this little island where they fucking all it is is they breed just championship boxers and it's just something wow. about mm-hmm. that the way that they yeah their culture is around that sport and that's basically the be- the right the premise of this show interesting so it's a cool so i've been really binge watching that stuff but then on the other note i got really stoned and i was like well i'm gonna journey into netflix and see what i can right hopefully unwatch <laughs> um <laughs> and i came across the the live action grease Oh, oh, how was that? Snap. Dude, you know what, man? It was fun. Yeah. Was it? it was super fucking fun. I heard fun. the production value was pretty impressive. Extremely like the like the set pieces and they did it all live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did it all fucking live. And I'm like, that's really cool to bring a stage play to the screen, right. live action, to your couch. Super phenomenal. And they did a great job. And you know what I love the most about it? Yeah, there's few imperfections going right. on like they, they miss a beat or they yeah. miss whatever but that's or, the beauty know. of a live yeah, dude absolutely. it was so fucking cool because the nice thing is you see all these really great actors up there mm-hmm. they're perfect performances on screen right you're seeing these really great performances with subtlety of nuanced like mess ups here and there right 
and they're you're like they're human. That's fucking cool, man. You know, it kind of humanizes. You know, Vanessa Hudgens' dad passed yeah, away like the two days or day before. A day, yeah, so she Brett Favre it. She was like, "I'm gonna do this for my dad." Yeah. Well, I mean, pretty she, much. She, just she had no choice, but through. yeah, amazing. That's fucking phenomenal. That's she amazing. had a wonderful amazing. performance. Me and my wife literally stopped and were like, "That bitch yeah. is throwing it." She's down great. Right right. Now. She's yeah. a great actress. Yeah, she is. She's not bad. She's a pretty little thing. I've seen her naked. What? Well, sorry. Well, we need to talk about that later, but um. yeah. in a closed yeah. room. Don't get weird, Amy. You know how to draw, right? <laughs> <laughs> Give me lots of pencil because there was a lot of hair. Oh, I'll draw it with crayons. Was that the leaked stuff? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Somebody showed it to me at work. I was like, "Why yeah, do I need to see I this?" Gosh, we don't need to. Ta- we don't need to. I, I don't need to talk to you about that later. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll it, still it draw it for it you because a promise is a promise. Thank you. True. It's a gift. But You're even welcome. like, have you seen the movie Spring Breakers? Yeah, I no. loved it. Oh, I hated it. I no. loved it. I ha- but my it was one giant music video, but it was pretty it was, good. Yeah, it was like a Spring montage break. after montage. Really? Look at my sheet. Look, look at my, this look shit. At my I'm an alien. Yeah, look at my say? sheet. Look I got Scarface on repeat. That was James Franco. Yeah. It was. Really? Yeah, so I, I absolutely hated that movie, but watching it, I'm like, Vanessa Hudgens, I'm like, she's... She was can, like did a great job in a movie where I'm like she didn't have to, right? But she just like totally committed, and I'm like, man, Good. you know, for someone coming from you know have the stigma Disney. of coming from the Disney, Disney yeah. like the machine, yeah, and but everything. they train you well, except yeah, for Miley but Cyrus. so many of them. What I like Miley Cyrus. The Ashley Tisdale hasn't really been able to totally break out of that no. Disney image, but Vanessa has right. done a really yeah. great job. She's done some pretty intense movies too, man. Yeah. Like some of her last few movies are mm-hmm. just like. She's yeah, she's, she's hungry. She's really putting well. it out there. She's yeah. choosing well. Where uh like uh what's her name? Elizabeth Berkeley in Showgirls that oh came gosh. across as desperate. Mm. Right. The stuff the, the stuff Vanessa's choosing, I'm like, that's smart. That's smart, man. It's very smart. So I got a lot of respect for her. Yeah. This the sucky part though is like there's always gonna be that that stigma, like you say, with people coming from the Disney channel into the mainstream yeah. because like Yes. They're like, little girls look up to you. That's Absolutely. why I think the Miley Cyrus scenario is so intense, right? Because she came from being, what, Hannah Montana to mm-hmm. but she, basically a yeah. modern-day Madonna. You know what I'm saying? But To me, time, she seems more like Elizabeth Berkley because it comes across too much. And it doesn't. It does. You know, it's a little more in your face. It's more like bratty. Sweet, but we don't want to see it. Unlike I'm not, Madonna, I'm not, I'm people want to see it. I kind of want to see it. Oh, kind of. That'd be like my one celebrity fuck, dude. Like I would, I would oh throw down gosh. with Miley Cyrus just because I'd be like, this bitch is gonna get crazy in the bedroom. Double up, I'm down baby. Double up because man, Fine by me. she looks. She looks like a cracked okay. out Draco Malfoy. Come on. Oh my gosh. Come on. Beautifully stated. Noah <laughs> yeah. Beautifully like, stated. I'm like, man. Yeah, sorry. He has not had a you good life after doinker, after leaving. Hogwarts. <laughs> he was just at the opening. After he opening found out his dad was like a shitty fucking <laughs> wizard. And right. he's like, my dad's all fucked this up. Is, he's I totally lost my inheritance. <laughs> <laughs> he's totally rebelling against his yeah. dad. Came in like a wrecking <laughs> ball. God. Damn. Can that, I just ask you? We've all yeah. seen Harry Potters, right? Yeah. Like, Some what was in it for those people to be on... Um, on what's his name side like to be the bad guys Voldemort like yeah. that dude's just gonna kill everybody because the last two movies everybody on his side looked like terrified and miserable I'm like well it's kind of like the Nazi you? scenario like I don't know if anybody really liked Hitler but they were Gerbils like well I don't want to be on the bed they I don't just went along the with it side. but they're the ones that wanted to bring him back to existence and right. like, I don't know mm. I didn't see those later Harry Potter Harry Potter movies I'm on the last one's Chamber good. of Secrets the book uh-huh. so I'm 
Oh, you're reading, reading them before the book. Watching? Yeah, I'm so late coming onto this train. Is that the, is that the second super, book? Yeah, the second okay. one. So I, I, I literally got that for Christmas, and I'm just now no reading judgment. it. No judgment. No okay, judgment. Okay, I just love them. They're so cute, and they're mm-hmm. so fun. And they just, really are. I dark love though. Them. My dad loves those books. Yeah, great. I yeah. love them. I remember love my them. wife and I got the the last book. The the Sleepy Hollow one, like we were fighting over finishing it. It definitely. I'm hollows. like, you get, you, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Definitely hollows. Thank you. Like, Ichabod Crane does not show up in mm, Harry Potter. I'm sorry. Hey. Spoiler alert. Hey. He does not. Mm. All right. <laughs> so Harry. Harry. <laughs> Expelliarmus. Expelliarmus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you see anything good this week? Um, I saw, there's been a couple things. I finally saw Creed, which is going to be a mini episode we're going to talk about, which is after The Revenant, I think that's the best movie. That was my favorite movie coming out of 2015. Thank you. I have not seen it. I have it to to watch. Tonight. Uh, I need to. Okay. Tonight. Maybe tonight. Perfect. Especially okay. since you like kickboxing and stuff I like that, do it. like I do dude, kickboxing. I'm telling it's you right now, like you're gonna, I'm a boxer, and you're gonna a get up and start phantom punching. And yeah, everybody's Ghost boxing. Yeah, everybody's perfectly cast. Awesome. When you watch Child it, boxing. we'll watch it soon because we want right. to do a mini major okay. episode of it. I'll watch it's, it. Uh, I'll watch it within the next couple of days. You've okay. seen it in the previous one. I'm not spoiling right. anything, right, but right, right. the whole scene with uh, with him running with the guys and the. Uh-huh. Uh, riding the bikes dude, the I had like goosebumps that joke, entire dude. time. And he's, really? the guy shot it so good; it almost looks like an Atlanta music yeah. video, right? But it's like <laughs> so well done, yeah. so well crafted in that moment. Yeah. Just but Michael B. Jordan swell, was so just well. amazing, amazing in oh my it. God. Can, can we just really talk fast about Sylvester Stallone gets a a bad rap, you know, for doing these like expendable well, movies? Pe- yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker is good at what he does. Oh, he amazing. is like amazing. He is, he is so amazing. Good. He's an amazing writer. Of, Producer, uh-huh. director, Di- director, yeah, absolutely, dude. That really there's, there was performance in this, and you'll see it. But I literally sat there. I'm like, how the fuck did that guy does not win for yeah. something like yeah. this? Like oh, it was God. so goddamn good. <sighs> so Watch good. it, yeah. yeah and I, okay. I totally agree with. In you. the last week, I rewatched all the Rocky movies too. Which at <laughs> some point in the future, we are going to be watching right. the first Rocky because it's okay. On, it's on the list. It's on the list. Yeah, right. as it should be. Um, absolutely, but, I've seen all of them. Yeah. I've seen all of them. I yeah. love them. But it's amazing that they've gone seven yeah. movies and the heart is still like still there. in everything. Because it's the biggest underdog tale of all right. time. Like right. we as an Americans, we always feel that we're underdogs. Like it is the quintessential American anthem mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's yeah. the best fucking movie ever. Yeah. And Philly I, was the perfect city. Totally. Yeah. Blue collar dude. Absolutely. Grinding every fucking day. Yeah. Just trying to get a leg up somewhere that they... You know that they possibly can yeah. to have a fucking champion. Come but and you, the even fire, if you look you know? at the architecture of Philly, it's like mm-hmm. it looks so harsh oh, and so demanding. But yet yeah. there's this feeling of hope uh-huh. and like brotherhood just, that's yeah. around there. Yeah, you don't get that in California. Like I'm getting goosebumps right now. I know. <laughs> you don't get that in California, amazing. man. No. So yeah. Um, but anyway, city I of brotherly want... love, isn't it? Philly. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. City of brotherly love. So. Brother? We when I watch it in theaters, like me and my wife's like cheered at the end of that movie oh my god so we literally like when shit went down we're like yes dude he, the, the guy does the best winners in those fucking fighting really? matches that yeah so good so good i'm All right. excited sorry for you to see we'll talk about it yeah we're we're, we will yeah. be talking about this so we'll be talking about right. we'll have a mini major for everybody we'll have one on okay. creed and also the legacy of the rocky movies oh okay. yeah we have um to. so yeah Can't and we'll, we'll probably we'll probably do that one they'll come out after we do the rocky episode totally um to kind of tie in everything but the one i I really want to talk about is a documentary i saw that um one of my friends actually 
created and produced, and it's, cool. it's called False Advertising. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, um, and they're going to be pitching it to different film festivals and everything, so it should be coming out there and everything. But it's really cool. It's about um, how advertising, the, the pressure it puts on... Well, I, I won't even say that. It About the pressure women feel to be perfect mm. okay. in our society. Right. Um, and what I thought was really cool, uh, I mean, there's a lot of different aspects I really appreciated about this, and it was heartbreaking to kind of hear all the stories, is um, I, th- I feel like a lot of documentaries that are social causes, if they have a budget, mm-hmm. they talk about it in the big sense right. and it mm-hmm. in the numbers and it in like the big facts and, and like everything the quantifiable like that. information yeah. all that stuff but you lose the personal side whereas they had a very tiny budget so what they did is they focused on specific women okay. like individuals right. and how like just various women how the pressures to be perfect and to be skinny and all this stuff and never adding up and everything like how that individually affected them. Interesting. Interesting. So what I love about that is it is, you know, fuck the statistics, right? You can have that all day, every day, but it's like, right. You talk to a person, right? It's, it was such a personal documentary and it was so interesting because there were, you know, various, I don't know if you've heard of the, the company, the giving keys, but it's like Mm-mm. jewelry where no. it's like a key and it has like a design or whatever. And it's pretty big downtown in L.A. And the creator of that, she's also like a singer and she's just been very successful. And actually with that, they employ homeless people oh, to nice. give them like that first job for them to actually oh, have some job great. experience to then move on to do other stuff. Nice. But it was cool that she was in there and they had footage of her at like a TED Talks and things like that. Yeah. But you have this woman who is very, uh, very strong. And very, uh, she, I mean, she does TED Talks about, like, you know, loving yourself and pushing towards things. And she's talking about her insecurities mm. and about just kind of how that's affected right. her and how some days she feels better about herself than other days. Yeah. Um, Seems like I, a really vulnerable movie. It is. That's it's, cool, man. It's really cool. And, Can't um, wait to see it. Yeah, and the two filmmakers, they're kind of interviewed a lot throughout it, kind of like what the point, they're the narrative of the documentary. Right. And what also is cool, I like that. Usually with those types of documentaries, that would be the behind-the-scenes footage. Right. Whereas this, it was so important to kind of just remind the viewer, like, this is what it's about. This is why we're doing it, why it's important. Now, are the filmmakers females or males? They're females. Okay, cool. But another thing I really liked about it, because it's kind of like a... I mean, you can go down a rabbit hole. They're not pointing fingers. Right. You know, some of the individual women will kind of say like, oh, well, it's, you know, like this. It's because of this why I feel bad and things like that. But the actual film isn't saying like, oh, it's the advertisers or it's society or it's men telling us to do this. You know, they even have a plus size model on there where she says, you know, she's plus size. um, But sometimes when she looks at the finished product, they've actually added more weight to her. (gasps) And things oh, like that, wow. where it's even messed with her mind, where it's like, oh, I don't geez. really look like that, do Am I? Am I really that? Wow. Yeah, where like, where right. it's just, but it's more about kind of forget what's causing it. Right. You know, let's just talk about like, why do we hate ourselves? Right. And that we do. That's really you know? interesting. And it, it was really interesting. It was heartbreaking, but yeah. it was also, and yeah. also like they're saying, you know, how their first instinct is if they see somebody who's prettier to like break them down. It's like, why do we do that? Yeah. Why, why do we need to do that? Yeah. And it. I feel like it's a the best types of documentaries are the ones that you want to have conversations about after. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, there's tons of questions I have right now, but I haven't seen it. But I think yeah. it'd be, I would it's, love to see it. It was thing. absolutely so fascinating. It's very intimate because mm-hmm. it is just the individual women. And I think that was really smart to do that versus like, 
this number of women in the country right. feels this way. And it's like, oh. I don't want to hear about numbers. I want to hear about yeah, the experience. Now, did, did, the did they put a microscope under like just American females or was it, it was it, it was more uh, so like Western Hemisphere versus it was it was mostly like women here. OK, but, and, you know, they had some women who like their families from another country. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think which Asian country it was, but. Uh, she was talking about when she was a young girl, she went there to visit family and they're like, you're really dark. Like, and she didn't really know what that meant. Right. And when she came wow. back home, you know, her mom's just like, here's some, like, you don't have to use it here. Some, um, skin moisturizer that also can lighten the skin. Oh. Right. And it's just, I have friends that are Filipino that are like that. Like really? Filipinos are yeah. gnarly. Same well, thing with the Vietnamese. Um, it's considered lower class to be darker skin because you're in out Korea in the, in the well. sun yeah. mm-hmm. so That's like crazy, though. so ever, there's some hard yeah. like hard ass vietnamese people that put on sunscreen Wow. Every day, just because wow. they're terri- just because when that's a thing. When you roll through thing. Koreatown, the women are in the car with a piece of paper over their face like uh-huh. this to guard from the sun. They wear mm-hmm. the gloves. You don't. It's the same thing like in up. India. Yeah. Wow. Same thing. It's like darker yeah. skin is like lower means class. that you're working class. And yeah, you're yeah exactly. And you're exactly tilling the fields. But and it, it's crazy. But once again, they're not like pointing fingers, right. saying it's they're the just bringing the question. The they're proposing the question. Well, it's like this is how it makes me feel. Right. You know. Yeah. Uh, what causes that can be a different conversation, and it's well, what one are they, they trying to argue to, about. What are they trying to get to though? Like by the end of this film, what are they? What are they trying to state at the very end? Like, is there a fix? No. Well, I feel like it's proposing the question i think it's more about saying like this is how individual people feel and that there's a problem there and that it's just it's across the board right Right. um because they went to fashion week too and there's like a lot of different things where it's like they're covering the gamut it's like no matter what the universal feeling is i don't match up with how i'm supposed how i feel i'm told i'm supposed to be right and i just don't you gotta see it it's good it's amazing what's the name of it again it's called false advertising okay Who's uh, who are the creators? Um, I don't know the other person's name because I'm awful with names. But the my friend's um, Jen Bacher. Nice. All right. Cool. We'll put that in the show notes well below. Well done, Jen yeah. Bacher. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Absolutely. Um, so yeah. So that's what I saw. It was pretty cool. Fuck yeah, man. Interesting. Now let's get into this. The Lone I know Silver. How are Sure. Yeah, too, so much. Oh, <laughs> wow. too much. A little. So that's nah, fine. So, like I said at the beginning, this is the block <laughs> busted episode. Uh-huh. Every every okay. episode that ends with a five, we are going to have um, a show where we watch films that uh, totally bombed financially because the assumption is mm-hmm. that they're horrible, you know. And once <laughs> again, our whole purpose <laughs> of being on this podcast is yeah. to say. Does that reputation, is it fair? Yeah. Does it hold up? So I think we need to see those, those films movies, and agree. be like, Indeed. are they good? Because you just assume they suck. If they bomb, they had to suck. Yeah. Indubitably. You know, that's, that's the Indubitably. thing. Indubitably. So now we're talking about the 2013 Disney's The Lone Ranger. Hence my low, high ho silver way, you dicks. <laughs> well, I, I loved it. <laughs> no. I just didn't look like it at the time. Oh. So... <laughs> So what did we think? Fuck, dude. <sighs> well, y- mm. I, you know what? I'm just gonna say it. Do it. I loved it. Really? I loved it, man. Wow. Did you love it. I did. It was just. It was fun. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Mm-hmm. The only mm-hmm. thing that I didn't like about it, it was a little too long. It was, it was too long. long. It was just too long. Like Good if it was Lord. an hour and a half. Okay, cool. Yeah. Great. I can get this down. Ninety but minutes. If fine. it's two and a half hours, that extra hour, I was just like, I think we already saw this scene already. Wait, didn't I? was it two and a half? 
It was two and a half hours. Was yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. It was long, but I didn't I didn't know it was two and a half hours. It's God two and a half damn hours. Damn it, Noah. It's like yeah. Schindler's Why? List long. Yeah. That's crazy. Right. That was way too long. Some of these scenes, yeah, they're on the train or whatever. It's like, oh my gosh. This like, how many times are you going to rob a fucking train? Hey, okay, <laughs> we get it. Just <laughs> jump off the damn train and let's move to the next But I will scene. tell you, it got mildly hard when the fucking, mm. you know, when uh, Silver jumped on the train and is all running on the train. He's like, like, there's a little boy inside me just being like, yeehaw. Okay. So really it did, it it. did kind of okay. look like a kid that would have a train and like a toy exactly. horse like, oh, I'm going to get inside this Totally train. did. I don't think the physics dun, match dun, up, dun, but dun, that definitely dun, is dun, like dun, a kid's dun, dun. moment. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the thing for me. Like, look, it, Disney put in, I think Disney spent way too much fucking money yeah, on to create something it's like 200 this. 200 million. Oh 225 gosh. million. Yeah, it got up there. It got up there. And that's not even their marketing budget yet. Nope. Right. But outside of that, I think they had a really fun, fun movie. A right. little long, but I thought it was fucking fun. What did you think, Amy? Um, <laughs> I didn't like. I mean, it was somewhat entertaining. It was somewhat entertaining. There was some fun points in it. Some parts were the one-liners, and you know, the way Tonto would. I don't know. And it was whole. It was the whole thing where you know Tonto was encouraging him to wear the mask, the Lone Ranger mask, and everyone kept questioning it, like, "What the hell's with the mask? What's with the mask?" We know who you are. Uh, yeah, we know who you are. You're, yeah, you're the only one hanging around this Native American robbing and, you know, rescuing. And I don't know. Just <laughs> Well, the thing I didn't understand I, is like, he's like, you need to wear a mask. And yeah, he's just like, why, why do I got to wear the mask? He's like, there comes a day where men need to wear a mask. And then he's always fighting in the town that he grew up in. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. You realize Everyone that all those motherfuckers knows you. You're taller than everybody like, else. You no, have I the brightest blue eyes. Every you part have the of nicest your face. hair. We know the you, most bro. Most beautiful yeah. man. He's six feet five. He's perfect. And he's, yeah. He's They're the like, is that you, John there. Reed? Yeah. Is that you? Hey, John no. Reed. Um, could you take what? off the mask <laughs> when I'm talking to you? It's not me. I mean, who's John? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I I thought it was a, a big money waster. Oh. Yeah, I I it was a big I would money have waster. to. Agree. I Damn. Just, All right. I no, okay, no, fine. I'm okay. gonna come at you guys. We're gonna I do get this. It. I'm no, glad. I'm I... really glad that somebody <laughs> liked it because I'm like I hope so because I did not like it whatsoever. It was so I'm glad long. this is gonna be a great conversation. Was, yeah. And I get it. I get what you're saying. It was very entertaining. I mean, if you take, um, you know, the acting portion out of it, the good acting portion, and which there wasn't a whole lot of great acting. I mean, just, uh, you know. I don't All know, the bad acting guys, for me was in that, that girl, like, the like the love interest. Yeah, she was. All the great. bad acting was in that girl's face, man. I was just like, mm. she kept making faces where I'm like, well, this is a Disney movie. It makes sense that she looks like Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Did she like, not, dude? I'm so like, many faces. Is that a duck <laughs> bill? So many that? faces. I'm like, there's Daisy. Yeah, there it is, right? <laughs> there's <laughs> Daisy. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, where's Donald? You guys aren't meant to be. He's oh not my Donald. God. I totally Duck. agree with you. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, like, every time Johnny Depp said a line, yeah. um, one thing came to mind every time. I was like, fuck, that's racist. Oh, yeah. really? Like, yeah, because yeah. Just because he's white? Because well, it was like perpetuating so a stereotype super of... stereotype okay. way back in the day of Tonto from right. a white guy right. playing a Native American in white face. It was, but everything you said, I'm like, oh, that's not good. It just came across super insensitive for 2013. 
Like, Indians loved it. When Hannibal in <laughs> they the, all loved it. In the eighties, when hey. Hannibal on the A team pretended to be an Asian guy, I'm like, I get it. But like watching the it now, Jerry Lewis Asian guys, yeah, the Buck yes. And the oh, Watch, I recently <laughs> saw it, saw an episode in the first season where he pretends to be an Asian guy, oh, and I'm like no. covering my eyes, like, oh my god, this was acceptable. See, in the you 80s. guys are a bunch of pussies, man. I'm sitting over here going like, that's funny, man. Yeah. That's just funny to me. Yeah, if we can't joke about but it, yourself, you can't, but like, you'll laugh your no ass way, off, dude. Like, if we can't joke <laughs> about it. <laughs> It just perpetuates the cycle. You know what I mean? Yeah, it just can't. For me, know. Johnny Depp just it kind of came off a little tone deaf. Uh, I don't me. know. I disagree. And he's played. He's played Native American before. In the well, Braves. who else would play that part? Like, if you wanted to get a real Indian in there, who else could play that kind of slapstick comic piece? His like salary Johnny Depp's was did? probably half that budget. Probably. Anyways. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, he took a pay cut, but that's not saying much because he's already super expensive. Yeah, right. He is. But like, usually well, he he's produced like, it. That's why. Yeah. Uh huh. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. Well, that's he why he took a credit. That's yeah. why. He, that's course. why he took a exactly. Pay cut, he took so. a bigger uh-huh. point on the back end. All that's right. why. Well, if I get my name on the producer credit. Can I just say, like, even though I know it's because that's when the radio serial started, I don't get the stuff that happened in the 1933 segment with the young kid Uh and then the old Tonto. I don't don't understand. So was it was he real or was the kid just. But that's Gore Verbinski's style, though. Like Gore Verbinski's style that I've noticed out of all the movies that he has, he has this sense of like mysticism and magic yeah. throughout all of his movies. Look okay. at Rango, look at um, uh, The Mexican, look at. Like his movies wholeheartedly just have this sense of ritual and magic into it where they needed a vessel, I think, to kind of play into telling this story. Right. Because the Lone Ranger was is a hero. Right. Mm -hmm. Like back in the day, that's the hero that they had. There was Superman. There's a fucking Lone Ranger. Right. So I think that they needed to find a vehicle for them to tell this story for a younger audience to connect to. And I thought that was a good way of doing it. But did they need it? I didn't. I felt like it kind of. Would was cause the film to sputter. I would have liked it without. It's a little weird. Really, yeah. I didn't get it at all. No, me neither. But I feel I like get that, that he was telling a story and he was going back and everything. And but all the he was like did costume changes talking to the kid. You know, he like changed out of his. Yeah, that's not appropriate. Old balls. Weird. Yeah, Tonto. <laughs> Highly inappropriate to take. No Can way. you tell me a story without being naked? Please? Did anybody else not find it weird that this kid was talking to like probably yes. a statue the whole time? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, where are your parents, weird. dude? Where are your parents? He was completely unsupervised right? for hours in yeah, San Francisco. Hours. Out of San Francisco. World Fair. His parents are making yes. him a sister. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, gosh. Where is that little? Uh, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, Let's just like, do it. It didn't parents? bother me much because I enjoyed like the the cut the cutaways back to those scenes because You're this awkward. is what I liked the most okay. about them was that there was it was fun devices to be like for us looking at like where did they how did they get the how did they get the bombs how did they get certain plot devices mm-hmm. and it was a nice way for them to come okay. back and then him right. kind of, uh, almost like a joke really you know yeah i kept thinking that like i was going over script continuity and things like that like when tonto was burying the guys that were all he thought that uh, also i don't get yeah why he would bury the rangers exactly that was that was really weird because you yeah, have to bury normally, the bodies to put them to bring them to the other side but why would he care about them they've been kind of shitty to him they're, an they're the white men they, they're, they're just weird because they have a horrible. connection no because they have a connection with the earth you know whether you're bad or good. Nobody, you know, uh, putting them to rest. No, it just didn't make sense. And he to met me. them though. He did meet them in the yeah. They the arrested town. him. Well, the brother didn't want to arrest and him. Possibly the other one raped did. him. 
Whoa, this escalated Possibly. quickly. I don't know. I'm just kidding. I'm just curious how he got out. Like, that kid let him out <laughs> yeah. of jail? I was yeah, like, good question. Eh. That's right. The answer is like, I'm thinking this has been <laughs> done before in Pirates of the Caribbean. Well, that that was my thing. only get up on this yeah. thing. Because Which is it was what? basically Pirates of the Caribbean right. in the desert. Yeah. The is desert what it felt like. Oh, totally. Minus right. Boom, you know? And he was trying. I felt like Johnny was trying to do another quirky character, signature character. He, he it was definitely John, was, it was trying literally to. Jack Sparrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. To me, that's so, what it did feel like. like, where yeah. did the shovel come from that he's burying them with? Ooh, that's a good question. I uh, didn't understand. I'm, I'm, like, talking to the TV. Where did that shovel come from? <laughs> he's just, you know, wandering. He didn't have it on his horse. I mean, one of the guys had it on their horse. They had a ton of stuff. They were trekking that through. That could only, that could be the only reason. Anyway, it's just, like, little things like that. I'm like, really? What? My How thing, is this happening? See, I you guys are it. looking at, like, the little plot things. I'm looking at, like, the big plot things that are all fucked up. Like, listen to me, motherfucker. You guys have <laughs> zero cover. And that drunk asshole just went up there and said, come on in, it's clear. Like, I don't even trust that guy yeah, to go down that, like, yeah, gorge. Yeah. You know that Why you have zero cover. In? You he's know going weird. in there, you're going to die. Right? Yeah. I would have been like, I don't trust that old fool. Mm. We're going to go around. How about somebody who isn't seeing blurry images right now? No, go up there and check it out. Somebody not suffering from cirrhosis of the liver. <laughs> exactly. And has the DTs. <laughs> it was kind of seriously. a good it was kind of a good character piece though for him because he's drinking more and more because he know he's making this choice, bringing right. this whole group to the yeah. doom, you know? So yeah. like he's drinking it away, which I thought was kind of a unique little tell. I'll say okay. one thing because you're saying we're doing tiny things. I'll say one big overarching complaint okay. I had with it is I've always felt like the conflict between the Lone Ranger and Tonto felt so forced. Like there wasn't right. yeah. halfway through, there was no reason for the Lone Ranger yeah. to keep they, like they telling Tonto to fuck off. They like, could have separated so many times. I didn't get the brotherhood of it. There wasn't that brotherhood to me. Like there wasn't that um, situation that really bonded them together. That really drew them together i think it was just circumstance and quite frankly tonto has nothing better to do than to hang out with the lone ranger guy so but I yet mean, the lone ranger is so out of his element and he's yeah, constantly he like conflicting with tonto for no reason i just well, felt tonto like asked for a hero Remember, there, right. there was a point in the story where tonto asks for a hero to help him on his journey okay. and the horse chose yeah. Right. John wrong, Reed. Yeah, right. Like, and he goes, no, that's the wrong one. This is supposed to be brother. the warrior. So he feels like Brave he's warrior. Yeah. the horse chose. So he I get, has to be yeah, there I to get help him Tonto's through that side of the partnership. I just don't get the Lone Rangers. The Lone Rangers because he kept, I mean, I felt like the conflict was just because they were hoping this was the first movie of however many. Right. And yeah. I just, I felt like just the conflict between the two of them by halfway, it's like they should be totally on the same team at this point. Right. And I felt like the Lone Ranger constantly like. Well, how many times are they going to like be friends, hate each other, be friends mm -hmm. again, hate each It felt like there was like three Lone Ranger episodes 100%. in one movie. Yeah. Right. You know? That's what it felt like to me. So they kept on, you know, it was the same. It was the same structure, you know, mm -hmm. just in the sequencing. Mm -hmm. I felt it was the same type of thing. Yeah. Over and over again. But even Helena Bonham Carter played the same role. She always played. how oh, many totally fucking her. movies are they going to do together? No. How many more Good movies are they going to do with each yeah. other? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she won't do a movie without him. He's the only one that gets because they're doing the yeah, right. they're doing Alice quirkiness. through the looking glass yeah, together. Are. are they? Mm -hmm. Jeez. Yeah, well. that's already way, Tim Burton way again. Production. Yep. Isn't that Tim Burton's wife? Yeah, yep. that's what I thought. Yup. But I, I but feel like I feel like those three have like a love that none of us would understand. No, they have a it. yeah yeah they, they have their shows. They have a certain which is good though. They make unique movies. 
Sure. I feel like their last seen... couple efforts haven't been great, but True. back in the day, no. they were wonderful. Absolutely. Totally. Yep. Um, Sweeney Todd is pretty fucking good. For I music. love that yeah, movie. That was probably their last great one together. Agreed. Agreed. But, um, I mean, coming back to Tonto, I think the one thing that I was kind of, that threw me off my rocker was all of a sudden he chose to, like, fine, I am this, like, masked Avenger. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden he was mm-hmm. badass on a horse. All of a sudden yeah. he was, like, shooting Confidence things out of people's hands. Yeah. yeah. He was whipping himself. Master you know? Marksman. Exactly. <laughs> Like Where'd that come that, from? There was, was no like, training ch- montage he, whatsoever. The movie, exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. I don't like you know? this. Let's bring him to justice. And we're not going to hurt him. Wasn't and he like a lawyer? Sudden, yeah, yeah, he was a district attorney. Yeah. And then so all of a sudden, up. he's just the best at everything. I don't in guns. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, I took horseback riding lessons, and I don't think I could get a horse on top <laughs> of a train. He <laughs> has never done anything, and he's like, yeah, this is likely, and just jumps on a train. Well... I guess we got to suspend our disbelief, but there wasn't even like a training montage. Like, yeah. There was nothing where he was there like was shooting, nothing. you know, cans off of a rock or anything like that to show that he <laughs> learned a skill of some form. It exactly. just all of a sudden, ta-da, I'm badass. It was lying dormant the yep. whole time. And all now of my, my bullet holes it. have been healed somehow yeah. really, really quickly. The one thing that I did <laughs> like, Without though, infection. Without yeah. any type of... Festering <laughs> I'm sure it's not. Of yeah, bullet, that is true. You would have died from that bullet hole. <laughs> Absolutely. Two weeks ago. Totally. <laughs> they used to die of it's diarrhea be... back in those days. How are they going to not die from a gunshot? Yeah. That is true. Yes. Nice. You smell, bro. It's the gangrene. Don't worry. Yeah, it's, mm, just don't worry okay. about it. Don't worry I'll about just, it. Don't worry. I'll get drunk soon. We'll be fine. Did you put some mud on it? You should put some mud on it. Just rub some mud on it. Okay. Uh, my question is, when Tonto, why did Tonto put him on that really tall structure and how did he get him up there Dude, did he right? build that himself i didn't understand or was it already there was it already there like, i know a place how did he get him up there i don't understand i mean i just didn't and they never address it afterwards like At he all. come down he's like where's my stuff i'm like that's like probably my 20th question <laughs> like, <laughs> i would have way more a before that why are you up there that? dude i, I would die if i was up there oh, oh shit gosh yeah i would wake up and be like ah! yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was I'm so like, weird. Somebody get me down. Yeah. Please. How how did I how I I really want to know. Absolutely Jerry Bruckheimer. No sense. How did he get him right? up there? Could you just imagine that like creative meeting? He wakes up <laughs> at the top of a rock on stilts. No. <laughs> Taking in the, the sun. Uh Jerry, know. how did how did he get up there? My assumption that he's trying to get him closer to the gods in order to help heal is my assumption. I'm not worried about the why. At this point, I mean, we can just get to that later. <laughs> I just, just want to know logistically, like, how did that work? That's why they did a, a smash cut. You don't need to see it, but I'm kind of like, I want to watch Tonto struggle yeah, to get his ass I up really there. <laughs> Where's that montage? That would have been great. That's in the B-roll. Yeah, just right. Kidding. It's a whole scene. No, that's, a whole, that's in the deleted scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that was a weird scene. Yeah. Like that had nothing to do with anything. And for that budget, Nothing. there was a couple moments like the fake horse head and the fake bunnies where I'm like, mm, why didn't part of the $200 million, 220 budget go to make those not look super so cheap? <laughs> True. I didn't get the I didn't get the evil bunnies. I didn't understand the need for the it chupacabra. Was about, it was about Earth being out of balance. It was about the planet being out of balance. Okay. They basically ate themselves because he was cooking the rabbit. Right? Yeah. On the spick. And then mm-hmm. he fed the rabbit another rabbit. 
showing that the earth right now and that whole conversation in that scene was rooted around earth being out of balance we need to find a way to bring okay. it back into balance back right. into that's why you need to wear a mask exactly exactly so by the very end that's why the last shot is the rabbit eating the scorpion now the balance is back in place do rabbits okay. eat scorpions i didn't I know that yeah, yeah. interesting it's crazy right interesting imagine eating a scorpion at well, i didn't know horses ate scorpions <laughs> that horse when they were stuck in the sand and the yeah. scorpions came out that horse yeah. was like yeah i'm like shit dude i know you liked apples and carrots and shit but scorpions scorpions that's a badass horse. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny you guys brought up the the Pirates of the Caribbean um, comparison because I felt the same way about from the first Pirates movie about in this the cross dressing bandit with like the one oh, with the yeah. weird eye. Yeah, yeah. I totally. Agree I'm like, with you. oh, that's you have those stereotypes. Like yeah. Halfway yeah. through Tropes. the movie, he's still wearing that bonnet. Why aren't they calling him on that? That's yeah, so right? weird. Yeah, nobody was like, nobody right, was dude, like you do hey, you. How progressive was Disney? You. They were doing cross dressers, <laughs> you know I mean? but as a joke. But yeah. still, but still, exactly. they didn't really draw that much attention to it. It was a little you know inauthentic. It was weird. I just it reminded me of the one with the weird eye in the first Pirates. I'm like, oh, you're the kooky one. You're the guy. You're the weird. And there's Follow always that one, and like dude. the same characters are in Rango. Yeah. The same characters yeah. are in Rango. There's so the same characters in a couple of other of his films, too. But I guess that's just his thing. Was Rango the animated? Yeah, the animated, one the, with the water lizard. Lizard, uh, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I liked it. I loved it. Yeah. That's my favorite animation. Oh, yeah? So, yeah, I love Westerns, oh, really? though. It's very oh, vaudeville, okay. you know, very theatrical in the way that the film's done. And it's just, it's amazing. Like, as an animated film right. film, it's just amazing. I kind of wish that they never showed voice. humans, though, because I was oh, always okay, like, where yeah. did they get the clothes for the animals? That really bothered <laughs> me. Where I'm like, if there's no humans in this world, I'm okay with it. But the fact that there's this, humans, I'm like, where do you get a Tommy Bahama shirt? from? Yeah, that's Like, there's Bahama no lizard-sized Tommy Bahama shirts out there. Where Oh, because of the opening with its actual... Yeah, because it's actual just on the side of the road basically yeah it wasn't the spirit of the wish <laughs> right. i'm just like where's this store <laughs> they're ba- they're making it yeah they're <laughs> the mall's right down there the mini mall <laughs> right down the street um and i missed i feel like maybe i f- i did fall asleep halfway through this movie and had to restart some of it but why mm-hmm. why <laughs> were <laughs> you like yeah i did i did <laughs> I did, and my my roommate wasn't happy. When I'm like, I need to rewind something. He's like, "What the?" And I'm like, "No, yeah. I'm sorry. No, not much. Sorry. Only an hour. Yeah, only like thirty <laughs> minutes. But um, <laughs> it's an hour of the same well, scene, unfortunately. But okay. and I mean, I'm not trying to be shitty on the movie, but for me, there was just the action scenes were so overproduced and right. overcomplicated that it kind of just like right. It was too much. That's where I feel most of the money was spent. A hundred percent. Most of the money was spent on like the how many action sequences that they did, how many train robbers that they did is all CGI. I'm like, yeah, you didn't have to do all that. I just I felt like the movie would have been so much better for a smaller budget. It just felt unnecessarily expensive. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, you know what they're doing. They're riding off the coattails of Gore Verbinski and Johnny Depp Mm -hmm. on all the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. They were hoping that magic's going to was going to translate over and it could. But I think they I think it just did it. Fell right because mm. too much spectacle. Yeah, this is a movie that where I find like there was too much spectacle. Right, I'm like, okay, I get it. I've In a western, the beauty of it can be very simplistic. Right, mm-hmm. so but that's I mean, look not at Tombstone. Disney's, like Tombstone that's not is Disney's a fucking style green. though. True. Style isn't well, but all they're like, we got all this money. Let's throw yeah. it in there. Let's do bigger, better things. But also, it was uh, a couple, yeah. a couple mm-hmm. Disney presidents ago is the one who greenlit this, greenlit John Carter, 
greenlit uh prince of persia a lot of really super expensive films kind of just giving blank checks to like filmmakers and jerry bruckheimer especially Mm -hmm. um and then he left and i think dick cook then came on and he got the shit for like all John Card for all this him. stuff, yeah, it all came down on him. Even mm-hmm. though he's not the one that greenlit it, right. right? And you know, this was a two hundred fifty million dollar budget film. Right. And after John Carter underperformed, they told the guys like, "Look, you need to bring this down to one eighty, and then we'll do this." And Jerry Bruckheimer's like, mm, "We can only do it for maybe like two hundred And they're like, "Okay, but that's it." And then by the end, it was two hundred and twenty-five. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. but my whole, I guess my. I felt the same way about this as I did Batman versus Superman, where if this is the start of your franchise mm-hmm. and you're spending $250 million, there's not a lot of room to grow. Way like you're kind of setting yourself up. Yeah. Profits aren't going to be that great because you have to, I mean, like we know we're. Well, do you the, think they, did they go in it? Do we know that they, they went in it wanting to make a franchise out of this? 100%. That's okay. why Bruckheimer could justify the 250s. Like, look, this is going to bring you in as much money as the Pirates franchise. Oh, Disney dude. did not want this to be a one-off. Right. Uh, and that's also why I feel like the conflict between the two was so unnecessarily strong. Right. Because they're like, well, in future movies, they're going to be on the same side. So right. they really have to be clashing through this. So it was, so it was literally that like hardcore origin story mm-hmm. for them. Yep. Eh, that's interesting. Gonna be a continuation and everything like that, but it's just I feel like why set yourself up, especially a two and a half hour film. Right. So you're losing about three to four show times per screen per day. Right. So that's also influencing how much money you can make, regardless Gosh. of what the critics say. It all rolls down. And to a <laughs> all yeah, exactly. and to a property that the American audience mm-hmm. wasn't really missing. Yeah. So why not start small? Do like a Deadpool, where it's like sixty million dollar feature. Where it's like you have stars that are taking a hit because right. they're producers on the back end yep. and it'll grow. And if it makes $300 million, everybody's high-fiving over yeah. in Burbank at Disney saying like, we they did it. They didn't know that. They didn't know that. That's all hindsight, though. But I know. But my whole point is having it cost so much money from the get-go, right. there's not a lot of room for error. That's you know, true. and you're really taking it a lot on faith that people are clamoring to see this. Mm-hmm. And it's okay, not a property say, people know. No, you're right. Absolutely right. I have to say that my mom and her husband went to see this in the theater and absolutely loved it. Sure. Absolutely. Well, and loved there's it. a lot of inside facts of Lone Ranger inside of it. So there's okay. a lot of moments right. for fans. Yeah. Absolutely. But. You know, she doesn't, you know, she doesn't pick things apart like people in our industry do. And, you know, and if you're just taking it at face value, wow, this was great. You know, bravo. This is awesome. The horse and the everything and the Johnny Depp is so quirky and adorable and, you know, and all of that. And they absolutely and I'm sure, you know, so many people in her generation just thought the same thing. Mm -hmm. But I mean, to me, it was just painful painfully (laughs) long and it wasn't that it wasn't entertainment there was so so much in it that was fun and quirky and Mm -hmm. you know i love johnny depp i love john johnny depp and i think army hammer's pretty good army hammer's Uh, can we just just take a pause really quick who the fuck names her kid army you know what he is part of they wanted him to be a gi joe character so bad (laughs) (laughs) his dad is cobra Please, Hammer, don't hurt him. <laughs> Do you think the house is just Hammer like time. Hammer time? Yeah, right. exactly. That's Hammer what, time. That's what he says to his wife when it's go time. Oh, time. yeah. It's oh, Hammer time, damn, baby. Damn, that's good. Let's go, baby. Hammer time. Hammer time. And he points to the zipper. 
<laughs> I don't he know. points to the hammer. Right when they're right. getting into me, he's like, exactly. stop. Hammer time. Don't worry. Hammer don't hurt him. Oh, my God. Please, Hammer, don't hurt him. Please. He's part of the, you know, the Armand Hammer Museum by that UCLA owns now. That's his family. Oh, really? Are you making that up or is that for real? I mean, I'll believe you either way. No, it's for real. He comes from a very powerful, very, you know, culturally Seems like it because he kind of blew up pretty fast yeah, compared he to yeah, other he like came out of nowhere you know like what? he did he like he played uh jay edgar he played leo's um i don't want to say love interest but life partner in uh jay edgar oh, in clint eastwood's, clint eastwood's jay version edgar. yeah but did he do that after he did he played the the twins from social network that was before Social Network or the before s- before Social okay. Network because I only saw him in Social Network and he mm-hmm. did he did a good job playing yeah. those twins. I think he's he fine. Yeah. Like I have no yeah, com- in this movie, I have no complaints with no. him whatsoever. A- good. His acting, mm-hmm. I didn't. Agreed. I thought he did Agreed. fine. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's there's room for spectacle, and I mean, that's sure. what l- the later Fast and the Furious movies are just nothing they but just are ridiculous right. spectacle. Right. Everybody just wants exactly. to see a fast car go fast. And those yeah. aren't really my cup of tea, but there Gotta are certain fast. movies that I mean, I love that. You right. know, I mean, I, I even the end of Deadpool is super. Maybe we're too close in the industry, right. though. Maybe we're too critical. Yeah, maybe. You know? well, I, that's, see, that's I don't. Just the I don't thing know. With our, I don't know. With our podcast, I mean, that's we can afford to be a little. Critical yeah, I mean, about this obviously, like we're fun. We listeners, give introspective. I mean, yeah, listeners can talk to us yeah. on Twitter or on our Facebook Absolutely. page or things like that and tell us, us what they think. Absolutely. Um, I just you think we're wrong? Hit us up. And We'd for love me, to hear about it. I know that big budget movies now have to. I was explaining yeah. to someone lately they have to have humor no matter what like terminator terminator genesis should not have had any humor whatsoever and the humor felt super weird to be mm, in it yeah but they have to because why do they have to because most of the studios now are run basically by the accounting department and they're trying to hit all four quadrants of an audience like okay. that's uh. why terminator genesis was pg-13 instead of ours because they're trying to hit as many people where but you know what i'm hoping ridiculous. the deadpool thing of like no dude like do as true to the film as possible and audiences will respond. So well, I'm hoping just, that'll switch things to yeah, be like, but does this movie need humor? No. Well, like, cause Terminator didn't, it shouldn't have had that humor and it was so weird. Right. But they do it because they're like, mm, people need comedy. People need a love interest. <laughs> oh, but it doesn't match. Doesn't make any sense. The right. world is dying. But they need to have love. Oh, Jesus. All right. But the thing with Deadpool is, like, that source material has all those things in it. It has romance. It has comedy. It has vulgarness. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? You're hitting all your quadrants with that piece of material. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hard to say that, like, another piece of material is going to have all those, you know, the hat trick. You know what I mean? Right. But my point is, with Deadpool, they weren't worried about hitting all four quadrants. Because, like, they were rated R. Yeah. You know, it was very, like, adult stuff. And they weren't worried about hitting everybody and it was a huge success so i'm hoping that you know filmmakers are going to be able to say like let us make a film that's how it's supposed to be it might not have humor in it but it doesn't need it i'm gonna get the bean counters out of so, the fucking creative process man absolutely. totally it's ridiculous and then yep. i feel i then i, I was kind of curious for you amy what you thought about like some of the PR stuff when it going around because it seemed like they just blasted that stuff for the oh, Lone they Ranger. Shoved in that our down oh, yeah, they absolutely did. You know? They absolutely and did. And I doubt they that that 
the dividends on that, the amount of money that they paid in the marketing department no, for that no, stuff, but it's all not worth it. I coming mean, back just. to the toyetic conversations from like Batman versus, I mean, um, Batman, and, Batman Robin. and Robin. Right. It feels like they're just trying to sell merch more than anything else. Like the Absolutely. movies just becomes a commodity yeah. to this every, movie. Yeah. Other this bullshit movie felt like they were trying to sell like train sets, yeah. horses, and felt like that, yeah. <laughs> that just felt like you were playing with the toys and right. yeah, like Absolutely. that. Because Absolutely. none of that, no, the action was it, realistic whatsoever. And it, I think it did backfire. <laughs> it did backfire. It did. Yeah. Absolutely did. I just don't understand why the, like, Hollywood, I mean, I appreciate Hollywood for what it's done over the years, but, like, what it's doing right now, it's just, it's a bunch of really smart people that are looking at quantifiable information and realizing that you're missing the heart of what it. 100%. Of what movies used to do to our culture, mm-hmm. instead right. of just pumping us with more advertising. Absolutely. I feel like movies now oh are just gosh, giant yes. advertising on the yes. fucking big screen, and Absolutely. I'm just like I'm losing its it, like its luster for me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I love more independent films. I'll go mm-hmm. to like independent yeah, things sure. more than any film festivals more than anything else. Yeah, I don't want to see any product Fuck. placement, yeah. dude. The this, thing this, that's at least this one didn't have you know a Pepsi ad or right, right, you know, something like that. That's one nice thing that we can get from these period pieces. So. The one mm. thing that uh, bothers me about big franchise films is I always is I feel like more often than not the whole what they want you to take away from watching this movie is you're gonna love the next one. <laughs> it's like right. Well, what about this Be one? Ready. Like the next one's gonna be amazing, you guys. Yeah. Like, but I just paid for this one. Right. right. I feel like it's the same way with like television right now. Right. Like they're telling you. Just get through the first few episodes. It gets better. I'm like, look, a motherfucker. Yeah. If I can't get through the first <laughs> yeah. goddamn pilot, I'm not going to watch the rest. Yeah. Yeah. Right? My time is valuable. People say that to me all the time about series. Uh, wait until about the third or the fourth one. If you're telling one, me that, I'm not even going to look at it. I'm like, why? I don't have time to watch the first one. That's <laughs> right. why I have it on Netflix or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I can't. I just, I don't have the time to waste on this. Yeah, totally. So. Yeah, make yeah, that's me why I'm always entertain relieved. me the first time. Do your job, yeah. right? And Do if, your fucking job. If entertain me. The, if I come up with like a friend comes up to me and is like, "Oh man, you really got to watch this this show. It's really mm-hmm. fucking good." I'm gonna take into account because right. hope, you yeah. know you trust your friend. Hopefully, yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Hopefully, um, and. But as soon as they tell me, like, but wait till like the fourth episode because it's slow uh, in the uh, beginning. Yeah, I'm done. No, nope. my time yeah, is way too mm. pres- yeah. precious to worry you can't about. Can't afford wasting me. Four I can't. Hours. I yeah. can't with this. Absolutely. I'm so. even telling people because I watched the second season of Deadpool a couple of weeks ago, and I, or Daredevil. I was like, what? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Second season of Daredevil, and I'm even telling people like to skip the first season if you haven't seen it because the second season's amazing. Yeah, really. I'm like yeah. So, but Punisher's I don't want to be like it, right? just stick through the first season. I'm telling people like you don't need to watch it. My buddy was telling me about The Wire. Like he, the, uh-huh. him and his girlfriend just like plowed through The Wire, and they were just like, there was a whole like season. That they were just like, oh god, we just drug through it the Ew, whole time, no. and I'm just like, I would have quit. Yeah, no, yeah. I would have quit because it's suffering. You can't suffer through art like that. It's right. like just. But then again, comes the other thing, though. Here comes the other end. He's like the sixth season, as after we got through all the bullshit, and the fifth season totally paid off. So I'm oh, curious if wow. it's like that, you know, right. like the height. There's you know what I mean? There's an investment, seed. exactly. So I'm like, Ugh. but it's a painful investment time <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah absolutely yeah. but uh, um i don't know i was listening to sam rubin talk about that show called billions i haven't seen oh it. i've heard about it's that what Diamati. is it it's paul on showtime yeah. it's uh the dude the from homeland yeah yeah, 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 yeah i know what you're talking about and yeah. paul giamatti and apparently he's just genius in it i haven't seen it i don't i don't get paul uh, giamatti's great he really is <laughs> almost everything he wasn't he great in the, the amazing spider-man too 
Nah, but there's no. like mm. caricature of the Russian. Mm. Sideways amazing. No. Sideways He's dumb. so awesome. Sideways was awesome. Yeah. <sighs> I love Alexander Payne movies. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sideways was absolutely amazing. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's just one of those quirky, hilarious movies that have so many funny bits in it. That's really, 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 really tough to watch in some spots and freaking hilarious and inappropriate in others. I found my f- Sunday night movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> so but right. kind of yeah. going back to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. the only reason I brought up, I felt like there was too much humor in this that felt not right. Um, I mean, there was humor coming from way too many places where it's like, I feel like mm-hmm. they didn't necessarily mm-hmm. know which humor would stick, so they right. kept it all in. Like, right. is it the cross-dressing bandit? Is it Tonto? Is it, you know, running uh, the Lone Ranger's head through horse poop? Is mm-hmm. it, like, I felt like there was yeah. the, the like, humor. Was that necessary? Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't, yeah, I wasn't a fan of that, but no. I just felt like there was the tone, the comedic tone was so different and all over the place where I'm like, pick one and stick right. with it. It would have been fine. Oh my God, that whole scene. And he was so, he would have been so filthy. And then the very next scene, he was completely, un, you know, his fine. suit was perfect. Yeah, his hair, everything. Yeah, you just can't place. really think about the, the lot, oh like, gosh. the practicality of it. You really can. You have to, you have to suspend your disbelief you yeah. so much in uh-huh. this movie. It asks you, you to so to, much. It, yeah, it asks you to. It doesn't do it. Like, seriously. literally, do not think about how any of this is possible. Uh-huh. Just sit and watch Monkey. <laughs> yep. Right. But I just, I felt like, I don't know. I don't know where I would have wanted the humor to come mm-hmm. from, yeah. but it just felt like it tonally it was all over the place. Well. I didn't feel tonally it was all over the place. I felt like it had a pretty smooth tone throughout. Again, I just keep coming back to the point where like it just it was overdone. There was this so suffered much from this, it was a lot of the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. To me it was just a lot of the same thing mm-hmm. throughout a two and a half hour movie. So then Okay, I get the joke. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. Is this moving the story forward or is this keeping us stagnant? Mm. <laughs> That's where I was getting. Yeah, because Ugh. very little of the humor was bridging it from one scene no. to, the, to other. the other. Exactly. Even the way it that the film didn't. ended was humor. I'm like, really? Where he yeah. says "Hi Ho Silver" and Tonto's yeah. like. Never say that, Never again. Say that again. And I'm like, yeah, really? Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. last thing you really? want yeah. us to like my end? Phrase, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say this a lot. Yeah. Right. Get used to it's it. It's happening. Right. It's happening. I felt like asshole. I felt like after that, the Jerry wanted like the audience to be like, get it, because that's that's what the Lone Ranger used to do. Right. Yeah. But the kids again. who were seeing that would have no idea. Jerry like and Botox yeah. face was sitting in the corner, just <laughs> mildly <laughs> holding a half smile. Holding a half smile because this poor little it's like, this is gonna kill. Crack any crack expressions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, even that whole, that phrase, "Don't ever say that again." That that's an anachronism in itself. Yeah, that wasn't that, 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 that was pretty know. cliche. Nah, well, I'm yeah, and then like that's what you're ending it. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's a guys. bummer. Exactly. And then Reed was just like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> right, <laughs> well, my bad." Well, that just took the wind out of my sails. Right. I, I was thought, planning on it. I thought we were finally cool. I'm curious <laughs> if they're going to come out of the next the next movie with a whole new catchphrase. Maybe not "Hi Ho Silver Away," but maybe it was going to be something else. I don't yeah. know. Was it a setup? <gasps> Who knows? I don't know. So we're gonna we're gonna create our own one. destiny with our yes. own catchphrases. Yeah. Hey ho. Yeah. Ride yeah, my next, silver. The, the next one will be yeah. rated R, and it will not be a Disney film. Nope. They will sell the rights to. I don't know, Vivid Entertainment, perhaps, <laughs> and... The Bone Ranger. Ranger. The Bone Ranger, that's right. Tonto, <laughs> I'm so <laughs> cold. <laughs> Start me a fire. 
<laughs> Did somebody order some rabbit? Oh my god! Oh shit! Rabbit skin. Yeah, yeah. Two of them, and it's like. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. oh man! So in the original two hundred and fifty million dollars script, there was a lot of Native American mysticism and mm. werewolves. 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 That was going to be a big thing. Which what? It, which they kept. I I knew that. Way back in the day, because I was kind of following the development of this, what? but I was surprised how many elements of that were still in the script. With like the silver bullet being the only thing that can kill the bad guy. Curious okay. about the silver having, bullet. Right. He didn't even. Why? Did he die with the silver bullet? He with a bullet. I mean, it wasn't I think, even the silver fucking I think bullet. Any bullet would have killed that guy. Yeah. Think he'd be okay. Yeah. But like him. I was curious how they're going to pay off that silver bullet. He gave the silver bullet to the kid at the very end, right? Yeah. Yeah. He did. Maybe that was carrying through into the next the next one that they wanted to make then. I don't I don't know. But also I was waiting for that silver bullet scenario. Didn't didn't William Fickner's character, didn't he like eat someone's heart or something? Like there were certain elements from like why did he eat his heart? Because for some reason they forgot to take the He didn't eat anybody else's heart. He only ate that fucker's heart. I'm like, why that guy's heart? Yeah, Why that guy? and that's <laughs> it's like, guys, did you forget Somebody to take out that, that werewolf scene. element of the script? Like, that's how it felt. It felt Sad. like they forgot to take certain elements that were supposed to lead to be like, oh, my God, this guy's a werewolf uh-huh. down the line. And they kept certain things in where I'm like, did you forget to do it? I would have never fucking like, thought that that dude was a fucking werewolf. But does it kind of make uh-huh. sense with like the totally makes sense. It now. does now. It totally makes sense. It does now, now. But it absolutely made. I just went along with it going, what the hell are they talking yeah, cause about? Yeah, because as Gosh. is, it makes no sense. As at all. As is in the film. Uh-uh. I'm like, I was, that, was, that was one of the things I was going to bring up. I didn't un- fucking understand. Like, OK, fine. This guy ate somebody's heart. All right, I'll, <laughs> I'll go on the ride, right? And then, okay. and then the silver bullet motif throughout happening? the whole yeah. fucking film that yeah. was never fucking paid off. Mm-mm. And I was like, well, why? Thank you. That's why. Clarity. It's just so weird that they would keep it in. My assumption, like you were saying, if this is what we've been talking about, if they were already setting us up for another bigger movie or a movie after this one, my it's probably the lead. Yeah, maybe maybe it never Brooke, got fucking through through. Yeah, maybe Bruckheimer is still like, okay, we'll take uh, it out of this one. Yeah. But when this becomes a massive hit, then we're bringing <laughs> in God. werewolves the next one. Oh, poor Bruckheimer sitting there in his underwear eating popcorn just like, we don't get to make werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's he's had a bad couple of years cuz also yeah. Prince of Persia was his right. and I enjoyed that for what it was. Like J- that was one. J- yeah. Jake G. Yeah. Jake G. Even though it's super formula I love and Jake G. Yeah, he's he's, he's awesome. awesome. He's always great in everything even if the movie's not good. He's yeah. Amazing. yeah. And you know what? He's awesome in real life. Is he? Yeah. Is he a cool That's cat? great. The coolest. That's awesome. Did you work with him at South Pole? What's that? Did you do PR for him for no. like South Pole or no. something like that? No, How'd you no. meet him? Um, it was AFI Fest a few years back, and what film was it? It was the one with Anne Hathaway, the Love and Other Love and Other Drugs. drugs. That's oh, such a good movie. It, yeah, such a good really movie. nice guy. He's like, oh, I hate these things. I hate these red carpets. Oh, they always make me so nervous. I don't like it. Why are they here to see me? And he was like hanging out with us. That's cool. You know, I'm gonna hang out with you guys. Cool. Yeah. I hang out with you guys. Don't let them take any more pictures. Ha ha ha. Okay, Jake G, you're pretty. <laughs> You're nice. You smell nice. You're a real nice man. <laughs> we gotta like get you that. a man. Were you? Find you a man. Were you creeped out by him in Nightcrawler, or were you still into him? Um, because he is intense in that movie. Have you seen that I yet? Like all oh, of yeah. it. I like. Oh God, um, so not observing. So before. disturbing. What was the one where the, he was a cop? Observing or no? No. Uh, end of watch. End, end of watch. watch yeah. Amazing. Fantastic movie. Amazing. He's really good in everything. In everything. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's he's a thing. Very like he, he, I saw him in Bubble Boy. Yeah. yeah. Bubble Boy, then yeah, Donnie yeah. Darko, and then everything, everything else after that. Yeah. yeah, he always but, su- yeah. like. I'm always surprised with how well he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's always good so in everything, and I think it's just because he's such a chameleon that like it's easy to kind of yeah. not really expect him to be that great because it's so different than the last film. Right. But he he's always like so He's good. an actor. He shows up. He does his job. It's amazing. And he does it extremely well. Yeah, he does. And I love that he is so versatile. Like, all of his films are mm-hmm. very... Some of the shit's, like, unrecognizable. Like, right. I don't even know how he'd be in real life because he's yeah. so... If you guys haven't seen yeah. Southpaw, written by Kurt Sutter, yeah. right? Yeah. Phenomenal. Man. Well, I didn't search for it, but so he was much, amazing in uh, it. Yeah. So that's my point. Yeah, like, he's so was good. a story that fucking great? No, it was basically a white boy Rocky story. Right. Yeah, right? It's a boxing you know cliche I mean? a movie, boxing but exactly. he's amazing. But the his his arc in that entire movie, you felt every fucking scene he was in. Mm. You felt the whole pain. Yeah. Committed to everything. Absolutely. Everything. And I'm like, that is amazing. Yeah. I'm surprised that didn't get more um award recognition but right. it I came out at a precarious mm, time it really did they didn't have the budget to campaign but it didn't do well and critics didn't really care for it gives so a fuck about critics i feel like it's hard for mm. actors despite how amazing they are in a movie it's uh-huh. hard if the film in general isn't embraced i just thought it was i thought it was pretty good i think people just looked at it and said oh it's another fucking rocky movie <laughs> for me i just <laughs> i just felt like it used every single boxing movie trope so sure. for me, I'm like, right, mm, it doesn't right. feel original. Mm. Like, whereas Creed but comes the, out and I'm like, it's acting. its own thing, but it's still. But yeah. the acting in Southpaw was. Yeah, it was great. Good. I will say, though, Scary I good. couldn't figure out for a long time why I wasn't like kind of felt uneasy about the film for the first like half of it. Mm-hmm. And then it took me a while. Like I saw, it, I think, like six months ago. And just right. recently I, it hit me like in the marketing. Uh, what's her name? Rachel McAdams dies. Right. But in the actual film, she doesn't die for a long ass time, so right. it's like uncomfortable being like, "I'm watching a ghost right now." Right? Like, <laughs> it's very uncomfortable because there's a lot of scenes with her okay, in it right. before she dies, right. and it's like very uneasy because, like, I know she gets it's like the first thirty killed. minutes she's there the yeah. whole time. Yeah. yeah, at least thirty minutes she's yeah. in there, and so that was a little uneasy. Well, but yeah. Jake, fuck you, man. Jake, come You're on good. our show. Yeah, come hang out with us, dude. Come on, watch, watch <laughs> a film <laughs> with us. Um, but come yeah, the to, come back to Amy. I'll take a care of you. <laughs> Know it, know it, boo. So, Mama what else? What else about this movie do we want to talk about? I don't know, man. I think there's there's one thing that I thought was kind of cool that they placed in there, which is very subtle, very small. But his mask, what his mask was made of, I thought was kind of a cool thing. Remind me, I don't remember. Basically, it was the vest of his brother, and the holes were the bullet holes of what killed him. That's right. And the holes were basically cut out from the bullet holes that killed the brother. I'm like. That's pretty dope. <laughs> Thank goodness they were spaced out evenly. Or else yeah, it's like, I, I can know. only see on one side. You still need to wear a mask. Yeah, yeah. like, but there's still blood on it. <laughs> Ew. Oh, can smells. I get pink eye with blood? Yeah. Can I? D- <laughs> yeah. If you not get infection from bullet hole, Hepatitis. blood okay. <laughs> blood okay. Hepatitis. You have oh. good you immune system. Oh, it's itching. It's itching. <laughs> it's, it's in my eye, guys. I'm sorry. And oh, it's sorry. inside. Yeah. It's like there's way inside my eye. now. But yeah, I thought the I thought the that um, was interesting. I like it was kind of cool because he is yeah. he he was the quintessential you know radio hero for tons of kids growing up, right? Yeah, and I like the I like the idea because you're always curious about uh, the origin of mm-hmm. certain certain things. For me, I thought it was kind of neat because where does his mask come from? Mm-hmm. And they kind of yeah, that was a cool that element. in. I thought that was a cool element, at least in my book. I thought right. it was pretty kind of cool. I wonder why uh, in the 
original series. I wonder what the mask was. I, was it? It was made out of leather. <laughs> it was actually I don't, leather. I don't leather remember. Because I mean, they didn't have okay. the budget for leather. Really quick, can we just subtly talk about yes all of the circumstantial things that have happened in this entire movie, like. Everything that I find stuff like, that's super convenient, that super happened. convenient <laughs> that just happens like throughout this entire movie. When uh, the barn was on fire. Well, or like that uh, was weird. That was weird. That was <laughs> that's a little a odd. Lot of, yeah, there was a lot. What of are you things, thinking about though? Uh, all of it, like every last <laughs> yeah. bit of it. There Fair just so enough. happens to be water right there. They're getting right. blown out. Yep. There happens to be. Um, you know, the, the arrow that hits him only in the shoulder, just in case. And he was you know, totally like, walked that off, too. Yeah, he was like, ah, that really hurt. All right, let's go. <laughs> you know? There's a lot of different things that just happened. Mm-hmm. And I was like. Yeah. Well, that's okay. convenient. All right. Well, Glad divine that was intervention. There <laughs> There's a lot of divine intervention that happened throughout totally. this entire fucking movie. Did, my, did you guys catch all those? Yeah, well, I mean yeah. everything was that's, super that's convenient. One of the reasons why I just I don't know there can't be that much convenience, Disney. Right. Gosh. I mean even when the train Make split, it, it was super convenient. They were on parallel tracks right. where you could shoot yeah, it. Right. Exactly. The biggest convenience was Gosh. when they got flung from the train. I was just going to say. Sink right in between them. Oh, yeah. right. smooth move. And then the and train then the comes other train rolling is in. And, coming then, in and, yeah. and he's like, oh, that was really convenient. Like, was I close. don't think it's too much to say they would have fucking died for sure. You were done. Like, you bye. were murdered. <laughs> this is the shortest yeah, movie ever because exactly. you just died. I would have paid monies to see that, though. Yeah. Totally, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put him to rest. But I kind—I mean, that kind of death style. To be fair, though, <laughs> to be fair, Train though, that leak, live leak style. Right. <laughs> that yeah, major yeah. set piece at the beginning, though, definitely tells you what you're in. You're you're in what for. you're going to be in yeah. for? Just like okay, seeing as how they all would have been murdered gruesomely and they didn't, this is your film, right? Like you can't complain mm-hmm. that I'm going to lead you to something disappointing because this is going to happen what's throughout the whole film. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's, why is it that every Western film other than Tombstone that I've seen is always rooted around the goddamn train yeah. train stations? Yeah. I mean, I understand the Intercontinental Railroad, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, but did you guys, like, find other things that were interesting other than fucking choo-choo trains <laughs> out in the West? Choo-choo. <laughs> yeah. Chicka-wicka-chicka-wicka-choo-choo. <laughs> I don't know, man. This is ridiculous. Yeah, it's, uh, and kind of also with uh, with the Pirates theme, I kept coming back to it so much through this right. whole thing. It felt like certain certain locations that they would go to were so unnecessary. Like for me, I personally felt like the stuff in the mine, that whole sequence mm-hmm. could have been taken out. Probably. Because he escapes anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's mm-hmm. once again another time where Tonto and the Lone Ranger don't see well, Tonto does, but Lone Ranger doesn't see eye to eye with Tonto. Right. And that whole piece could have been cut out and it wouldn't have changed anything. Much. And I felt like that in the first Pirates. Talk about the night one, the night train scenario. So I think so. Like when he's when all coming out with the lantern. He's like, "Get out of here! Get out of here!" And like Tonto's actually coming out of the damn tunnel, and the guy's raising his guns. He's yeah. like, "I told you!" And like, motherfucker, there's only one way out of this, bitch. I don't understand why you're getting all upset at yeah. me. Yeah. Well, that, that yeah. Well, night. the the one where like they're picking off the different uh, outlaws, and then Tonto wants to kill. Bill Fickner's bad guy right. and Lone Ranger's like, no, I'm going to take him to justice because right. I'm on a broken record and <laughs> knocks out Tonto. And then Tonto wakes up with all the Asian uh, miners. Right. That whole thing, I'm just like, it really didn't need to be there. I didn't feel like it did. Probably. Same thing in Pirates 
where where they're on the ship like let's go here now let's take a ship back whoop let's go to this other island it's like god damn like just back and forth back i felt the same way with the brothel like the only thing that yeah. the only right. reason why that brothel scene was in there is to show that to introduce Helena's helena bonham carter and her leg yeah, that, her ivory leg her ivory leg and that yeah. was it only to pay that off at the very end of this it movie was, where she shoots a glycerin tank and was it it. Prosthetic leg back then, a fetish because a lot of dudes were they into were that. Super like everybody, into yeah. every guy's like, yeah. oh my god, a fake leg. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a navy <laughs> sailor's leg too. It's all tatted up and yeah. shit, well, and obviously I mean? fake. I'm like, how many? Like all of them. She's like, you're yeah. all going to be into it so much, you're not going to realize it's a cannon. Yeah, jizz giddig. That was interesting. That was a weird fetish. Type but yeah, that brothel thing. scene. Yeah, there was right. no. Did anybody notice? To introduce her. Exactly. Yeah. And that's it. That's and it. her leg. Because they went there for information that they never got. No. No. Nope. At all. Because they were chased off really fast. Like, Super quick. They got that magic rock thing. They got that magic rock. Remember that. Uh, oh, be the silver. The silver. Yeah, that was the other plot point, right? Just yeah. to realize that the, the silver werewolf. is cursed. It was very, very lame. Very, but at the very, same very time, lame. Again, don't touch that's something it. Don't touch it. It's out. cursed. And yeah, then he right. touches it, and he has this weird space out moment. And <laughs> he has an acid acid flashback. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. He comes what back to. He's like, totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was it. The whole that whole scene was kind of interesting too. I I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys, if you watch it, there is one as they're as they're kind of following through the um the, the brothel, brothel. There is a. A guy presumably wearing a bull mask or um, like a bison head. Oh, I didn't see that. Playing cards, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, "Is that a, is that a minotaur? Is that a minotaur? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that. I'm like, is minotaur. he wearing it from the wall, or is that just <laughs> randomly a weird bison character? People I are into freaky in shit, Gary. He was pretty drunk. It was probably the equivalent back then of wearing the lampshade. Maybe at the party. I don't. know. But it looked like this thing was like. I don't know. I don't remember. You think Humanoid. It was yeah, like that's what it felt like. I gotta find that frame. I'll find it. I'll yeah, post it please. up. Like it was just the weirdest please. thing. Please, yeah. we'll put that on Twitter, oh on Facebook, God. dude. Everything. Yeah, I like have to see it now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I, I have can. to. Oh wow. We've put a lot of time into this movie. We did. I know. As we should, though. Yeah. We I mean, examined I'm it. We gave we it a good one. So once we want to hear some trivia? Yeah. Okay. What do we got? Hit us up. Do some trivia. Do it. Um, and then we'll do the Tomorrowland segment, oh, even though Jesus. I think we already talked about that a little po- bit. Tomorrowland doesn't happen because basically he doesn't want him to say hi, host Silver anymore. Yeah, that's a dick. That's a dick move. It's my, my it's my one line. <laughs> I yeah. just came up with a line. What? You don't like it? <laughs> God. So apparently, uh, uh, the horse that that Johnny used, the stunt horse, almost killed him. Johnny, oh, really? and he thanked the horse. Yeah, was Christopher Reeved? You know, yeah, no. So what happened is, uh, <laughs> wow. so there is a scene. I'm just gonna <laughs> fly right past that comment. <laughs> um, My bad. So Scout dragged Johnny Depp like 25 feet, um, but he jumped over Johnny. Like you, I guess there's a clip of this, but. He purpose it looked like he purposely jumped over Johnny to not step on him. Oh, that's sweet. So like other than just you know bruises and scrapes, it could have been a lot worse. And Johnny would like really appreciate the horse for that. Um, he married the horse later. He did. Oh, his wife's hot. Uh, oh yeah, she's super hot. Stupid hot. Holy crap. Um, so I apparently that was my mom. I would hate it. Yeah, that was yeah. stepmom. Stepmom. If it was my stepmom. Uh-oh. Vivid. <laughs> That's a whole genre on Sorry, Pornhub. Sorry, guys. Um, 
Tanto means fool in Spanish and Italian, so that's respectful of Native Americans. Um, in Spanish versions of this film, Tanto is renamed Toro, mm-hmm. which makes more sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, and, and also, like, the frame story, the one in the little carnival or whatever, it takes place in 1933, and that's the year the first Lone Ranger radio broadcast was. Okay. So that's why they did that. Now, Gore Verbinski, Jerry Bruckheimer, Army Hammer, and Johnny Depp openly criticized the American critics for the reviews. Oh, really? Um, Depp saying, like, the reviews were written seven, eight months before he released the film. Bruckheimer felt the film was overlooked and that critics were reviewing the budget, not reviewing the movie. Okay. I could see that, though. It was also the similar manner of speaking when compared to, like, John Carter when critics criticized the film by its similar problems. John Carter sucked because that fucking actor in John Carter was not that good. Well, and it, well, well, that's actually going to be a blockbusted episode because I also lost Fine. a shit ton of money. But mm. great graphic novel, mm. yeah. Shitty yeah. But it's also a property American audiences don't know anything about. Truth and cost two hundred million dollars, and the actual story was very uh, cliche, very <laughs> overused. Um, wh- yeah, critics criticize the film by its similar problems. Uh, Army Hammer shared a very interesting point on the matter. He said, if you go back and read the negative reviews, most of them aren't about the content of the movie, but more what's behind it. It's got to the point with American critics where you're not as smart as Plato, you're stupid. That seems like a sad way to live your life. While we were making it, we knew people were gunning for it. I think it was the popular thing when the movie hit rocky terrain, they jumped on the bandwagon to try and bash it. They tried to do the same thing to World War Z. It didn't work. The movie was successful. Instead, they decided to slit the jugular of our movie. Interesting. Who is oh. that from? Brock That's Armor? from Army Hammer. Army Hammer. Okay, yeah. wow. I think that's a bit much. Um, well, that was an impassioned speech. It, it was. Well, when it you was. give something, I mean, that's his yeah. first, that's yeah. his first big film. Big film. Absolutely. And they were giving All it right. shit before they that's even fine. gave it that's fair. time to like. A little much, I, I've fine. read some of the Do reviews it. and I kind of agreed with a lot of them. A lot mm-hmm. of stuff we're talking about were complaints where it's just too much of a yeah, lot Yeah, but here's of the stuff. thing, though. Like, if they spent a little bit less on this movie, if they shortened this thing sure. down instead of two and a half hours, we probably would be sitting here going, like, that was an amazing fucking movie. And we wouldn't yeah. be a blockbuster. I think it could have been a great 90-minute film. Yeah, yeah, totally. So now, because because Disney did it, because Brockheimer is somebody with a bigger budget. But isn't that what critics are supposed to, like, uh, say? Fuck. I guess so, but here's the thing. Like, I what I can agree with Army Hammer on this is that he's more annoyed that people were giving shit about the film on the actual behind, right? You know, the yeah. budget and all the yeah. money for two hundred twenty-five million dollars. This thing could have been much better, right? Like, fuck you, man. Get the hell out of here. I understand what you're talking about, but who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. Look at the content, you know. Quentin yeah. Tarantino named this movie as one of his 10 favorite films of 2013. Of course he would. He loves westerns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course he, he would. He yeah. loves them. That's, um, his, that's his jam. That's his jam. That and Kung yeah. Fu movies, like Black Boy Station right? films, totally. Grindhouse films, fucking of course he's, Kung he Fu pr- movies and westerns. You know, on, the, fl- on the flip side of the critics, he probably put that on his 10 best list in 2012. Like, he's probably like, this is going to be <laughs> one of my favorite movies of 2013. This right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, this Gosh. is the first version of The Lone Ranger in any medium in which the actor playing Tonto receives top billing. Well, yeah. I mean... It's mm. Johnny Depp. It's Johnny duh, Depp. Duh. Yeah. That's if what it was, was a real Indian, he wouldn't even be on the fucking poster. Nope. No, not Truthfully. really. Yeah. I mean, Fuckers. it's 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 about the name. Mm. And that's they highly promoted this as the reteaming of Gore and Johnny. That was their marketing. Right. Okay. You know, they were totally banking. It was like from the star and director of the Pirates series. Yeah. So like, oh, of co- well. who knows Army Hammer? Who's going to be like, oh, fuck yeah, another Army Hammer movie. Nobody right. really knows. Yeah. Johnny Depp sold that. Because I remember watching the advertising for that being like, 
I'm down to see Johnny Depp as Tonto. I'm curious. I'm curious enough to go through the right. journey. Right. The Wild West Sideshow, where young Will meets the elderly. Well, I don't know why they keep saying young Will. Who's the old Will? We don't see an old Will. Do we see an old Will? Why are they calling? They keep calling him young Will. Just the, just the kid. The kid. He was. I would just call him Will. Like he's pretty much the same age, unless that was a longer story in that little room than yeah. we thought. <laughs> but uh, when he meets yeah. the elderly Tonto, yeah. um, that that sideshow is called the Thrilling Days of Yesteryear, which mm-hmm. is kind of going back to the point mm-hmm. of like the older fans. That's right. from the original because oh. the opening narration of the original Lone Ranger radio program invited listeners to return with us to the thrilling days of yesteryear. Uh, so like that's gotcha. where I got there. It okay. Is. Um, and what's oh. kind of what's really cool is I I don't know if you've listened to the radio series. It's kind of cool, like no. the old timey stuff. Yeah. But this one had this the spinoff of it was the Green Hornet. Right, that's what they were saying. Like the Green Hornet and um, the, the Lone Ranger, again. they're all kind of connected in some way. That's weird. Uh, despite being one of the biggest box office disasters of 2013, and this is actually the biggest box office disaster ever. Anyway, ever, Jerry, oh, ever. Jerry, really? Jerry Bruckheimer believes that the Lone Ranger will be, in years to come, rediscovered as a masterpiece. Settle down, Jerry. In an interview with Vulture magazine, he said, what? I think it is going to be looked back on as a brave, wonderful film. I've been through this a lot with journalists. We made a movie years ago called Flashdance. And I remember, Jerry... That was like 20 years ago, dude. <laughs> and then they lot. remade it. Yeah, though. they remade it. Did he, was he the producer on the remake too, though? Uh, I don't know. It's a I probably. made this movie twice. Probably. <laughs> He's like, Dance? We, yeah. made, we made a movie years ago called Flashdance. I remember one journalist. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's so funny. Like, this is 2013. That came out in the 80s, dude. That was yeah. more than a couple years yeah. ago. I'm so sorry if you're oh, years. I was thinking about the Kevin Bacon one. What's that one? Footloose. 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 I was thinking Footloose. But it's the same, Dance, it was the bad. same okay. era. I mean, okay, it's so right. from the 80s. All right. Um, and this dancing like they'd never danced before. Yeah. Um, Indulgent singing dancing movie. And I remember one journalist just giving us the worst review ever. Then about five years later, we get this kind of love letter that he totally missed it, that he loved the movie. And it's kind of the same with you that anytime it's on, you have to watch it. It happens, you know. Makes sense. I mean, I guess. And here's the interesting thing about that. Like, you know what? Good for you, Brockheimer. That you're proud of it. That you're That's proud great. of fucking what you did. And, and you it's professional. You what should is, say you know this what I mean? stuff. The thing is, is we watch movies young, right? We have our own ideologies about what that movie's about. And then we watch them 10 years, five years, six months later. Right. There's a different relatedness to that movie that we have. It seems like that. But there's also like, yeah, there's also that connection for me um, of, you know, our generation. If you watch The Goonies as a kid, Uh you love that movie. Personally, somehow I missed the boat on that, and I didn't see it until college, uh-huh. and I didn't have the same feeling that my friends who like grew up as kids watching it did. But I, I had have that way never about like seen it. Wow, <laughs> you. It might be this. What was that? <laughs> that was a scoff. Sorry, it, it might be the same because I have that Sorry. wonderful feeling about yeah. the Sandlot because I grew up with the Sandlot uh-huh. and like all in Neverending Story, mm-hmm. but like. Okay. Yeah, I think you have to be in a certain place for some films for some where you can completely stuff. overlook. Yeah, you know, maybe it's not perfect. Like I watched Neverending Story recently; it does not hold up whatsoever. No. But Falcor, I'm just like, really, bro? Yeah, really. But you know, y- you can potentially overlook if it 
change you know if it's about how you feel more than the technicalities of things agreed agreed i just think it's weird to compare it to flash dance because i definitely That's is like a time right. capsule for right. now nah, he's not com- what he's comparing to flash dance he's what he's comparing i think lone ranger to flash dance this whole scenario isn't so much the content but within the context that the person initially saw it and wrote the review to then later re-saw it and understood it from a different lens like what we do on this podcast. Exactly. We've seen movies that quite simply did not hold up and did this not hold true. weight. This is true. And the last little piece, which okay. I found interesting, is the production went through many problems, including bad weather, wildfire, a chicken pox outbreak, oh, and the accidental death of a crew member. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. All of these problems almost led to the film's cancellation. Oh, my oh, gosh. Shit. How did the crew guy die? Did I did not say. What if the budget Small was the chicken funeral? Pox? But oh, no. that's crazy. Like a chicken pox outbreak. That's this is crazy. what you. This is what you get for shooting out in the desert. Like yeah. you are at the mercy, mercy of nature. Of nature. Exactly. You can't control that's that crazy. shit. Those assholes probably never had chicken pox. Yeah, maybe. Now maybe. you got chicken pox. Now you did. The guy passing oh away, if it's due Sad. to negligence on right. like, yeah. you know, that type of stuff, that's ridiculous. Boy, but did they cover that up because I never heard well, that. Well, I wouldn't yeah. say they cover that, but a lot of big budget get people like maimed or some died. Uh, the I'm trying to think of what that, wow. that biopic was. It wasn't Midnight Rider. It was something... Where they weren't supposed to be on train tracks. Well, the reason why shooting. the reason why oh. that scenario that was is. all fucked the up. The young woman. Yeah. 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 The reason At why that night. was all fucked up though was because there was those no safety precaution whatsoever. No, and they didn't even have. This is why they didn't have permission permits, to be up there. They didn't nothing. have insurance mm-hmm. yep. for that shit. Like yep. that's why that motherfucker went to jail. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. When you see a train coming in life, don't go on the tracks. Move. But yeah. they if Lone Ranger taught us anything. If it gets in your way. Yeah, they didn't have move. the safety anything. Exactly. She was what an she was an intern. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she was yeah. like a PA or something. But something like, like that, yeah. In one of the Transformers movies or yeah. Batman movies, both they had people who got injured in the stunts and things like that. And mm-hmm. there's deaths and like yeah. big budget stuff. Stunt stunt Awful. shit I can totally understand. When it's right. a PA that fucking dies, right. like that's, that's ridiculous. That person that should be never getting happen. coffee. Yep. Mm-hmm. That person needs to be that away never from what the grips and gaffs are doing like why are you there you know there are safety precautions for a reason and And insurance many permits for a reason so many extras died in the filming of the poseidon movie way back in the day and that's where a lot of yeah a lot of a lot of drowning they did a lot of drowning yeah so like that's why a lot of safety precautions are in place was like you know maybe that's why they unionized because everybody because they're all below the line dudes that really don't get paid that fucking much right where all the above the line guys are getting all the real money all the money yep and they're putting in 15 to 17 hour days that's why the union was created because they're like fuck you guys you guys are making all the goddamn money we're not all the residuals we don't get we don't even get insurance over here we get production insurance and Mm -hmm. that's it you know that's why they're there yeah as they should be as they should be the publicists actually don't have a union but we are under the cinematographers union really really crazy how is that possible because they didn't know where to put everybody it's like they sure, didn't know where. They're like this. This there it is. It's like local six hundred or something like that. Yeah, really? that's yeah. interesting. That's an huh. interesting one to be Isn't a part that crazy? of. Why right? is uh, my assumption is because you guys take um, for pictures? I'm assuming. I don't think so. I think it's because they simply had nowhere else to put us. <laughs> Uh, let's Seriously, just, let's just throwing them with like deacons and there's stuff. There's <laughs> extra room over here. Go ahead, guys. Wow. Where is there Honestly. extra room? Cinematography. Are you right. part of the? Okay. Are you part of the guild? No. 
Phil Snow. Amy Cordova, ASC. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. You know the dues on that. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. And then the required meetings. You have it's yeah, a requirement where they find you. Of, yeah, it's intense. Unions to be are crazy. Unions, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the SAG I mean, luckily isn't that intense. So I really don't have you to guys do basically anything. Basically accept <laughs> everybody basically. Yeah. Well, you have to have so many credits and everything and now it's uh, how easy now it's half over hardly 3, somebody into fucking 000. SAG right now. Now it's over 3,000 to join. $3,000 uh-huh. a year? No, 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 no. 3000 to initially Life? join, oh. and then at the least, you pay about $200 a year to be in the union. Uh, but, too, too so I, I tell people, like, I mean... You get it, screeners, I right? I get screeners, so and it's like, I'm pretty really much, I'm like, pretty much paying the DVD. Exactly. Right. Yeah, and if I make more money than that, awesome. That means cool. I made more money if I have yeah. to pay more. Exactly. I've always... Somebody... People ask me, like, oh, you want to be in the DGA? Do you want to be the WGA? I'm like, eh, You know. Maybe I don't know. I guess if I get to that point where yeah. it can all work out, great. Yeah. WGA is a really good one to be in. Well, yeah, it is mainly be for like a writing standpoint, mm-hmm. but it's just it's expensive. Yeah. yeah, if you're not getting the work, exactly. it's tough to be a part yeah. of. And if exactly you are, then it. you're fine. You know, I, I right. just I can I can never justify it. And there's too many regulations. Like yeah. you can't do this and you can't do that. I'm like, well, fuck, dude. If I'm part of the D, if mm-hmm. I'm part of the WGA yeah. and I can't take a job like this, but right. I'm having a hard enough time to get a job like this, like, mm-hmm. fuck you guys. I'm gonna go do this yeah. over here. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Nope. Mm-mm. But all right. So Tomorrowland. That, guys. Tomorrowland. Yeah. Oh, jeez. What What do you think happens in the next movie that'll never be made? I don't know. Somebody else tries to dig up the silver again. And then they have to go fight that guy. I, I guess. think, yeah. I think you're talking about werewolves. Yeah. I think werewolves happen. Right. Now that I know about the werewolves, then that's the tomorrow. Line. I'm more curious about the mysticism behind the werewolves in the West. That's what I'm more curious about. It I, sounds... think it's, I think it's about I think it's part of that's like the nature's off balance. Mm-hmm. So these werewolves are coming to be. They're going to mm-hmm. bring that dude back with the little hair lip. Yeah, hair lip. <laughs> yeah. He's going to eat more hearts. Right. Yeah. Gotta have more hearts. I think I actually right. did a pretty good job. I liked his villain. Oh, I he love, did a pretty good I love job. Bill Man, they, He's always awesome and everything, even if his movie up. sucks. Yeah, they, they ugly him so up so good. much. I was like, that's that guy? Oh, my gosh. Because I was looking on IMDb as I was watching. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he really is. He's amazing. <laughs> my favorite really, really My favorite is he's like, is this the one here who's causing all the, asking all the questions? And I'm like, no. yes, sir. And he's like, Poof, just shoots him. I'm like, yeah. Go blood. Yeah. So I think yep. uh, Tonto eventually lets uh, Lone Ranger say that phrase. Okay. It was like, uh, it's Fair really enough. Tonto is really important to me. Okay. Okay. You say phrase. Listen, you say Kimasabi. <laughs> no, he basically. I'm not a fan of it. I'm get to say hi, Silver. Exactly. <laughs> basically, yeah. he said, look, it's either the bird or you get rid of the bird or you let me yep. say my catchphrase. Yeah. yeah. W- that bird stayed in pretty good shape the whole movie and parts from the like. The character uh, was pretty funny. That really bird had its own yeah. little character the that whole was time. so through. strange. Hmm. Hmm. Amy's I, not. Amy's I not a just fan. rolled my eyes so hard, you she guys. Did. You could, I heard it. Did so you hear I think it? the audience <laughs> definitely <laughs> heard your like The cruel. audience probably heard it. Yeah. <laughs> Thunk. So, on a scale exactly. of one to ten, Gary, because you're the one that said you thoroughly enjoyed it. With ten being bad. And you didn't complain whatsoever through the whole thing and it said it was your favorite movie of all time. <laughs> I what did not say <laughs> Why don't you marry it, Gary? I didn't, well, okay. You said like you did so stuff to the DVD hole. What? Oh. With you? Hey. <laughs> it's too big for me. My man. Oh. My man. <laughs> did um, you make like the little um, glass ring sound with it? Mm-hmm. The <laughs> Let's make music gore <laughs> with your DVDs. Um, I guess uh, probably like a seven. 
Okay. I give it a seven. I really enjoyed it, but because of all the little plot jumps, little things like uh, the stuff you they know, were the asking you to accept. you know, things like that, the length of this thing, <laughs> I'd probably give it about a seven, but yet still kind of appreciate what sure. it is. Sure. So I'd give it a seven. Amy? Uh, I would give it a four and a half, and it's not for a lack of trying on the part of Army Hammer and the other guys that I think that they did a fine job with what they had. I just think that it was way too indulgent. Mm. Um, it was way over the top. And like we all agree on, it could have been, you know, 90 minutes and that could have been the end of it. You know, they yeah. could have cut it down, yeah. Yeah. chopped it up a little more. Taken some of the highly indulgent parts, they did not need so much of it. The whole Helena Bonham Carter thing, I mean, that did not need to be in the movie at all. No. And, you know, for that reason, <laughs> 4. 4.5. You yes. sound like you're giving, you're giving a, for a grade reason, for like an independent movie. <laughs> <laughs> and for that reason, my flannel-clad filmmaker, friend, <laughs> film student, I give it a 4.5. I would do a 4. Okay. I'll just I'll just do a solid four for right. pretty much everything that you said. I thought okay. the actors did fine. Yeah. Um. I wasn't. Did. I did not pers- personally care for Johnny Depp's uh character choice in okay. this. Right. But, okay. I mean, acting wise, I thought he did fine. Um. I thought he worked his ass off for this film, even being kind of really campy and yeah. over like using Chaplin esque. That's his thing. Super yeah. Chaplin esque. Yeah. Um, You're right. Right. I thought Army Hammer did fine. He's not really memorable in the role, but the nah, that's that's the fucking truth. Because yeah. you think about this goddamn movie, who's the first person that pops in your head right away? Is Johnny freaking Depp? Depp. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like I mean I think Army did yeah, fine, right. but you almost needed you needed someone as strong a personality to bring to kind of counter that, like a stronger straight man, right? Mm-hmm. Um, right. More commanding. Um, so I'd, yeah, and I think honestly, I feel like if they just did a straightforward story that was ninety minutes, I think sure. it would have been super fun, super good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it just suffered from too muchism. Compete with mm-hmm. the Wild West. Yeah. yeah. Wiki wow, wiki wow, wiki wow, wow, wow. I mean, it. <laughs> I was, you know, I would have given it a five, but it did not have any mechanical spiders. Oh my <laughs> like, god! It had, it had scorpions. Though, yeah, so it I think did. this is kind of close. It did. How did? Why, I don't understand. Why did they get buried? I don't care. I don't care. Because yeah, I really don't. The Indians wanted none of it. That's yeah. Never I don't, you mind. I don't really care. Just so. Don't. So yeah. who did we recast for this? I uh, dude, that was the hardest part for me. Yeah. Is looking at recasting the same. Like, who would actually? Who would actually do? Who could do it? I don't think, at least in my opinion. Did you have anybody? Be, no, man. Like Johnny Depp is the only person that I could think that could pull off being a white Tonto. Yeah. Unless you actually yeah. brought in an, a full Indian, but then that changes right. the tone. Yeah. That changes wholeheartedly. They couldn't add that all that humor in it. They really it couldn't would be like ooh sensitive. And who else would they it's bring real. in for the Lone Ranger for John Reed? What fucking uh-huh. Chris Hemsworth? What? What did you have anybody? I was just thinking they could have brought a better villain, like. You know, if they could, you know, um, the the rail the railroad guy, like they could have brought in because that's the guy from the full Monty. Oh, see, we we didn't even in every Guy Ritchie no. movie, we in didn't even talk about movie. any yeah, of the side right. characters, which kind of no. they didn't really matter. They didn't really matter. They didn't. They were that one guy so, forgot I mean, all about that guy. The yeah, one that, that guy wanted, wanted to marry was Daisy Duck. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yes, exactly. Wanted to marry Daisy Duck. That's right. Uh, and he was Scrooge McDuck, basically. Yeah, yeah he was like, Scrooge. Exactly. You're right. Um, yeah, so that was really tough. 
time trying to recast and plus it was so recent i mean how would you remake this big money waster i had i mean it was kind of hard but i was thinking about it and i kind of love the idea um based on his tv character recently of having timothy oliphant as the lone ranger like his his justified right just Uh with that like cool sure now it wouldn't work with the story the back no the background story would have to completely change yeah the tone is because he couldn't just be like i believe in law (laughs) (laughs) oh great in a lawless area smart man that's i'm sure that's gonna end well for you right and for tanto i put daniel day lewis (laughs) because this dude and the only reason where this works for me is because he goes method like crazy and stuff and i'm just thinking about everything about johnny depp and i'm like can you imagine if daniel d lewis like in there will be blood and all that shit where he just went like months method as this crazy character okay i think that would be insane it'd be creepy it would it would be so i kind of want to see it (laughs) i want to see the behind the scenes where people like closest thing you're gonna get is the last of the mohicans (laughs) (laughs) you know but that's just more out of like wow. I want to see that train wreck. Yeah. Okay. But Timothy but Timothy Oliphant I think would have been pretty He's so badass. Good. Yeah. yeah, he is so good. But like I said it would ha- they would have to completely care to change the sure. the tone. Yeah. Yep. Well. All right. So uh All right. do you think this justifies the, the bu- whole like the, oh it must the budget? Well, no. <laughs> but like so we're supposed to, you know, does the reputation that it's horrible is that fair? Well, on that side of the table, you cocksuckers, it hmm. seems like it does. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think it's terrible. I think it was very yeah. misguided and, like you said, very self-indulgent. Yes. So I don't I don't think it's fair to say it's, like, uh, absolutely horrible or, like, one of the worst movies right. made. I don't right. think that's fair. No, not at all. Just... It's not showgirls. <laughs> right. It's not showgirls bad. But, yeah. But it's just it not just good. Went a little you too take that far. back. Sorry. <laughs> 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 Sorry, your your number one favorite film. Sorry. First beat off Ever. movie. Oh, first beat off movie. Wow. Ooh. That's fair. HBO. <laughs> <Losing it laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, Girl. Jesse? Jesse Spano. Really? Yeah. Get it, mama. Get it. Yeah. Get get get, uh, get it. Yeah. But I guess I mean I like I said, I I just you, I didn't think it needed. It didn't yeah. deserve all of the bullshit right. that it got. Yeah, I don't yeah. Think that's so. the, exactly. I don't think so. Yeah. All right. Let's okay. let's do plugs. I think we did it, you guys. <sighs> Good. Amy, anything to plug? You know what? I am Amy Cordova. You can find me on Twitter at the Amy J or on Instagram at Amy J P R, and mm. I am your friendly neighborhood publicist. In the town of Hollywood, California. Bum, 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 bum. Um, um, plugs for me. I mean, I got my shows up on um, on YouTube, timeoutseries.com. Awesome. We just launched the the last episode of the season already. Nice. So we went like five weeks just launching content. Um, good for you. Good for me. Well uh, done, Gary. Yeah. We're uh, we're actually Super in talks excited. right now to yeah. make a timeout live show. Oh, cool! So most of the guys on the show they're all comedians anyway. So uh-huh. we were just thinking, well, why don't we like me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> that was a joke. Um, <laughs> Sorry. We were thinking, why don't we just why don't we just do a stand up show and we'll market the show with all the comedians and kind of do that thing. So we're kind okay. of. Working on something like that, but if you guys want to follow me at, uh, I'm only on Instagram at L Jonesy, on Instagram. If you guys want to follow stupid pictures that I I 
post or whatever. Um, you guys stupid. Your beautiful wife is in a lot of um, That is true. She's pretty damn hot. She's awesome. She is hot. Yeah. And how did I? How did I get that? Yeah, how did you? Fuck. You got a big dick, that's why. Oh. Yeah, do it. Well. And a big heart. <laughs> oh. You got a I massive mean, one. A massive, massive. A massive, massive heart. Um, at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. But yeah. Right. Awesome. That's what I got. How about you, Noah Kinsey? What's well, happening? I have on Twitter, I am the Noah Kinsey. The, the Noah, Noah Kinsey. Because when I signed up, Noah Kinsey was taken by a Bastards. guy who was really big into video games and looks like a member of Hanson. Oh. So I'm like, I guess well, I'm like the... Bob. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> um, so I'm the Noah Kinsey at Twitter and Noah Kinsey at uh, Instagram. Nice. Um, we do have... Uf Ufr podcast for nice. Twitter. We do. Um, do we that. have a Facebook page. We'll have links in the show notes. Facebook dot com forward slash Ufr podcast. Best podcast ever, Indeed. you guys. Thanks for following. By yeah. the way, I have a I really know, big yeah. following on Twitter, and they're very excited that we're coming back. We're back. Nice. Tell them to come over to the Facebook so we can actually start some conversations. Yeah. With right. if, if yeah, if you have any questions about a show or comments Whatever, or right. anything, them just up, y'all. put them up on Facebook them up. and we'll respond we'll accordingly. You know, um, if we get enough response, I might do another bikini pic. Oh, we want like that. that Dangle you? that You know what we're going to do? We gotta, mm-hmm. we, if we get enough responses, I'm going to try to sweet talk Amy into uh-huh. doing a calendar. I'll do there a calendar, you guys. Well, the big thing that we really need, to be honest with you, is everybody that's listening right now, like subscribe, like, subscribe on iTunes, on iTunes give us a review. Give if you guys like this review. stuff, it's it helps the only us way out shit works. so much. Yeah. So we'd appreciate we like you guys to do about that. It too. We yeah. like the feedback. Yeah, because awesome. we need that. We're like little kids. Say, hey, mom, look at my picture. We need do to know like that. We need, need to feel the love. Would you please. put this podcast on your fridge with a magnet? <laughs> well, then hell yes. Please do. Please but yeah. do. But yeah, so yeah, exactly. Awesome. Just go on iTunes, Super rate and review, subscribe, hit us up, tell us what you think. Absolutely. Yeah. So up, good or bad, tell us. Due to current events, I actually changed our next week's show. Ooh. Pretty excited. Oh, no. We're gonna be watching Purple Rain. Oh Lord. Purple Rain. I've actually Get never it. seen it. Never? No. Oh, I've you are in for a treat. I'm it not is. a Prince like fan. Half. It's super artistic. It's I mean, pretty great. I'm a well, fan we'll of see the what you think. Yeah. artist that, you know, he's super talented, but I, you know, not into the music. Or that that so, movie okay. is quite iconic. And this weekend, right. 87 AMC Theater showed it. Wow. Wow. That's pretty cool. That fast. Yeah. Wow. Good for them. Good yeah. for you. So that's our next show is okay. Purple Rain. All right. All right. Well, appreciate you guys. I'll see you next week. My man. My <laughs> man.